right, hold on. Don't say a damn thing. Done. Da -da 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 -da. Hopefully, I remember to layer the music over this. Put, put your damn hand. Da -da 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 -da. All right, here we are, back with another episode of Fourth Stringers, an impromptu episode with none other than Aljamain Sterling. Hey, Aljo. <laughs> What's happening? What's up, dude? Thanks for doing this. This, uh, I'm glad I caught you before you dipped on me to go to Vegas. I've been trying to do this for about three years now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Not three years. Not that long. Constantly ducking me. I finally found out where he lives, and I'm like, bro, I know you're leaving tomorrow, but I'm going to be in the neighborhood. And then I just showed up at his front door, and now we're here. So. Actually, I think we did jujitsu, and then we said, yo, you got time for me today? And I think that's how it happened. No, 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 I don't remember it like that. I do still have the pack, though, so that is a, a true thing. I, see, you're already trying to get out of this. We just I'm started. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. This has been great. This, the whole setup took a long time, but uh, it's been great. <laughs> that's because you were making ice cream. for you. You literally, like, what, you used to work at Cold Stone or something? I've yeah. never seen a confection. That was a confection. That wasn't even like a snack or anything. You you did art in the kitchen just that now. That was so good. Two macadamia cookies warmed up. I asked for a piece. You asked for a piece, but I needed two. So I couldn't What give do you, you mean you need so two? I can't you give you a piece <laughs> if I need two. You literally need two pieces. two yeah. like you can't be like, Oh, here's a little piece of the fucking cookie. It's like you just called it art. If one part of it was Okay, missing, okay, okay. Then it just doesn't, okay. It just <laughs> you work. fucking got me, you asshole. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It was so it was like, dude, you had the two most perfect cookies. That you know what's so funny? That's the only flavor of cookie that I will buy. Like Mac the white chocolate macadamia yeah. nut ones. Those are the only ones that I'll buy. I I never go to like like if I'm going to the supermarket and I'm, it's one flavor of cookie, always white chocolate macadamia. I'm more of a chocolate chip kind of guy. So why'd you have the white chocolate? Because I like it just to mix goes it up. With it. You know, sometimes uh, I just mix it up. Want to get a little crazy and step outside of my box. I, you know? I don't I don't understand what was going on because you're literally blending fruits. Like you blended mad fucking fruits, and then suddenly I see you with an ice cream sundae. Like I don't it's know. A balance. What? Ha where did the shake go? Did you like? <laughs> it's sitting there right now. So we're gonna do this. Get you know, do the podcast. This is gonna be my automatic energy boost for sugar. Okay. And as soon as this is done, this gonna is have the shake to kind of wash everything out. Give me like a herbal cleanse. Oh, and okay. Then, so this is sugar yeah. rush aljo. Sugar rush aljo. So now I'm like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. That's good. I I, I got see. The shake for later. I can't do I can't do like pre workouts and stuff before training. Like this is like for for um for the podcast maybe like some uh sugar boogers but not the <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was like wait what <laughs> <laughs> some booger sugar <laughs> but I can't do like I can't like if I go to jujitsu have you ever done like pre workout and gone to jujitsu Oh yeah I'm ready to just really? rip everybody's freaking arms you, off and you you've done that oh thousand percent all the time really you not not of late. Uh -huh. Um, Friday I did have the beats. It's like the the Thorn All Natural Beats that they have. That's supposed to be like a natural, um, what do you call it? Nitric oxide for the, the uh, yeah 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 to dilate yeah. the blood um vessels yeah to get so that's the same thing dick pills do. I guess. <laughs> well, I <laughs> mean, I've never taken them. The <laughs> only reason I know is because Blue Chew obviously sponsors the podcast. So oh. you got yeah. So bro, like if you need some, bro, if you need you <laughs> you want a sponsor, you do a good <laughs> enough commercial, dude, and 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 maybe I can put in a good word with you with Mister Blue Chew. How how does that actually work? I've actually been fascinated by this because I I asked the people at the UFC from from Usada like uh huh. 
if I decided to just get crazy with my girl, yeah, and uh, just wanted to have an all night extravaganza, yeah, yeah, and I took a blue chip, would that like put me at risk for failing or popping? No, no, and I checked because it the active ingredient is to Dalafil. And that's yes. not on the that's not on the um band list or whatever. Yeah, they gave me the AOK. Yeah, yeah. So I'm you, not saying I use it yet. Yeah, but yeah, but you're, what, you're like 38 years old or something. What the 30, what are the 30, what are the balloons in the fucking living room? Say? 31. Oh, uh, those shits have been here for like three years. That's the thing. Yeah. So I didn't know. I didn't know if you're just trying to like. You're just trying to tell people, hey, I'm 31. Like you know, <laughs> so they don't you ask. In the house. Yeah, they're like, hey, I'm 31. <laughs> Like nobody asked, though, Joe. <laughs> Why the fuck do you have those balloons still? Hey, yeah, no, so you're, you're I fine. do want to have it. I do want to have it, possibly for a situation like that. But I just, uh, yeah. my, I guess my main concern was: is there any like post after effects? Being I'm still young, still stallion, still uh-huh. pumping out my own tea. Yeah, and uh, like, is I'm it gonna raging, affect you to raging. like? Uh, like, like it's gonna fuck up your testosterone like producing. A premature, like, like dependent on it. Yeah, exactly. I think right now at our age, it's for like, oh, like, like, uh, like it's like an emergency shoot. Like, let's say, like, uh, you and your girl go to fucking like Margarita's Cafe, right? You, you guys down, you guys down like two whole pitchers, and you're like, it's not gonna. Like, you're trying to, like, before you get home, you're like, all right, let me chub up real quick, and you're like, it's not going down right now. So what you do is you chew a blue chew, and that's your emergency shoot. You're like, all right, don't worry about it, babe. And then the blue chew, since it's a chewable tablet, you 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 like you could put it inside. Let's say you have like a bag of Welch's in your pocket. <laughs> you could mix it up in there. That way she doesn't she know. Knows. She she never knows. She's like, can I get one? And you're like, no, no, no. You can't get. You can't <laughs> get one. And you just pop it real quick. 15 minutes later. Uh, what if she took one by accident? That's what I'm wondering. They need female Viagra. Vi- 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 Viagra. <laughs> Vi- yeah, because that, that's a thing. No, that is yeah. a thing. Good thing I don't need it right now. You yeah, know? yeah, me neither. I don't need it right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't want to get crazy. I don't need it at all. I know who to call. Yeah, dude. Uh, promo code <laughs> Fortress. You know what I mean? And maybe, and also, you could sprinkle some CBD on it because I got a CBD sponsor too. We'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I remember all the plugs. The last I I did I did a a podcast with James, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, yo, you know, Marab hit me up. He's like, well, yeah, what do you say? I'm like, you know, he told me what, uh, how he has so much cardio, and James is like, what? And I'm like. He takes three blue chews before practice, brother. And he just keeps going and going and going. Oh, man. And I'm like, how do you think he goes to sleep? And he's like, what? And I'm like, he takes these because I have uh, melatonin CBD. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I'm like, he takes the melatonin CBD. Yeah, yeah. I'm just upselling, upselling. And James is just eating it up because he's kind of gullible. He's like, oh, word. Oh, like, shit. Really? Yeah, he's like, really? That shit works like that? <laughs> Oh, I love James. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's a man, dude. Shout out to James. He's, you know, um, unfortunately he uh, lost his last match, but uh, he wanted to fill in for a. Uh, so Gulo has a, a tournament next week, and he yep, was yep. ready to fill in already. He he signed up for the spot, like yeah. And uh, like I was talking to him because I'm in that tournament too. I just replaced uh, Gay Mike, and um, <laughs> he. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows Game I never called him Game Mike. Game Mike's a regular. Game Mike's a regular on the podcast. I'm just saying, Game Mike, I've never called you Game Mike. <laughs> Why are you calling him now? And, no, I'm not calling him Game Mike. I'm just saying, the guy who's calling Game Mike, Game Mike. 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 <laughs> All right, whatever. Game Mike was, 
I, I took his place, and then I told James, and it was supposed to be me and James riding out to the, the tournament together. It's crazy. That like yeah. next week, you know, no turn. Like his turnaround time is crazy. Like he's he's a fucking warrior. I was actually thinking about taking it when Nick was telling me about it like two days ago. I was like, huh. Yeah, two Gs. But then I was like, I'm actually leaving though, so it doesn't make a ton of sense. The good thing would be like it'll help me lose a little bit more weight mm. faster. So then I gotta be a little bit more clean with my diet yeah. to get it down that quick. Mm-hmm. But um, it's probably better that I just chill and just focus yeah, just on the chill. Yeah, 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 dude, yeah, don't stress yourself out. I'm going through enough stress with the fucking. I gotta worry about <laughs> going against you too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> get on the mat. I'm just like, hey man, I got a world title coming up. Just. Don't 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 go for the ankles. And I'm like, Made me look good. Fuck out of here. <laughs> let's, let's scare Peter Yan. I give you a piece. I give you a piece. <laughs> fuck you, Peter Yan. Dude, it's such a burden. I'm always the bad guy. I gotta be Jimmy. I gotta be Pedro. <laughs> I gotta be Peter. Like I can't ever just be like your boy. Like it's always every, you got I got a target on my back whenever we fucking train together. Yeah, you know what? That's the price you gotta pay when you're you're helping your guys get ready for a competition and, and their fights. Yeah, it doesn't help that like I look exactly like Jimmy Rivera. Oh, that was hysterical, dude. I, that's when it all started too. I think <laughs> I was like, I was like. Like, you look like Jimmy. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck Jimmy is. Same build, kind of similar. And then I look at him, and I'm like, that's my doppelganger. <laughs> like, even my ex was saying it. She was like, that looks exactly like you. Like, oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. I'm like, you fuck out of here. Like, but Before the haircut. Before the haircut. The quarantine cut. He can't, he can't flow like this. This is another level. I didn't even know I could He might be balding, so yeah. That's what happens. He probably, I should hit him up. He probably needs some blue shoes. <laughs> I could probably hook him up. I'm a businessman, you see? I I'm see. Always try, I I'm see. always trying to make... All right, let's get down. We had some questions come in, mm-hmm. all right, so from the people. they. Uh, so I have, like, a lot of casual listeners. I don't even know if some people know you're the fucking number one contender for the title. Crazy, the right? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I feel like it's been happening so fast, but also I've only been around you for, like, three years. So, like, I don't know the whole journey that you've been through and everything like i've heard uh snippets of it like i know you um you wrestled in high school and college right yeah, and yeah. uh and then you started fighting in college started fighting in college while i was still competing in wrestling uh started wrestling in high school in 10th grade just picked it up really quick cuz it was just it was like basketball i love basketball i thought i was going to uh-huh. be in the nba turns out my doctor was wrong i was only 5 foot s- Five in high school. Luckily, I grew a little bit. Five you're a seven. king. You're a king. Five seven. <laughs> five king seven. Height. Yeah. Still not enough for the NBA and the NFL. You know, I would have been like the anomaly, but that's the a anomaly. Lot of work. That's such a good fucking name for like yeah. such a good fight name too. The, the anomaly. anomaly. Oh actually, my god, that's, that's fucking bad. fire, dude. The anomaly. Aljo, the anomaly. Oh, it's actually hilarious. Fuck, that dude. was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then I wrestled, did that. Was hooked on it. Mm-hmm. It was one-on-one competition. I couldn't blame the coaches for my teammate not yeah. passing me the ball, giving me a chance to show that I could yeah, shoot, yeah. show me that I could go for a layup or defend the the um the guy coming down into the hole and defend passes and mm-hmm. stuff like that or get good tackles. You know, I didn't have no one to blame. It was just myself. So yeah. fell in love with the sport. Fast forward a couple of years. Um, wrestled in college, two-time All-American at SUNY Cortland. Uh-huh. Met John Jones at SUNY Morrisville my freshman year. Then I transferred out, finished at C State, got my degree, and um, I started fighting as a sophomore in college. That was my first time. I started training, yeah. and then after that season was over, so like the spring, summertime, I had my first fight probably like 
one or two months into the, into the summer, like after the semester was over. Well, well, two things. One, walk it back where you met John Jones. What was he like? Um, you know, we used to have like these hall wars. So we had like Mohawk Hall. That's where I stayed. Uh-huh. I forgot where he stayed, but we'd have the wrestlers. We'd come all. Everybody would pull up, uh-huh. and we'd just go fight like the hood guys from like all these other. What dorms. do you mean like fight though? Like like, like legit? Like play fighting, or, oh, okay, play it, fighting. It, it would get a little. Heated like guys were like mad because the wrestlers were like beating them up, slamming them into the walls. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah. Like you guys yeah. are pl- like play fight. You know, I feel like having brothers, you have, and especially like friends that you're like really cool with. You just naturally start roughhousing, and yeah. that shit like that's wrestling at the end of the day. Like yeah. I remember wrestling as a kid, like just being a little fatter than my friend and, and being able to throw my <laughs> weight a little more. You know, like yeah, and watching yeah. WWF or WCW. Did you used to watch wrestling as a kid? Oh, a thousand percent. See, you, yeah, we used to put paper belts like we make paper with oh tape. Oh my god! Construct the belt, write like NW whatever on it, and put it on the ceiling. <laughs> and you have to like make the table, and the table would be the two mattresses. Uh-huh. We put the two mattresses together, and then we put the blanket in between to like in between the box spring and the mattress yeah. to keep it firm. So it's just a firm blanket. Wait. And then under the under the blanket would be like pillows. So we throw each other off the beds and that'd be like the tables, ladders, oh, and chairs match. And we have to jump off the ladder and try to get the the belt. And yeah, it was Dude, those are I feel like that times. type of shit, like okay, so like I I've said this on my podcast a bunch of times, but you know, like like okay, in the wild, you teach like lions teach their cubs how to hunt by playing with them. Yeah. Like uh, you have to teach them skills by making it fun and, and playing like it has to be so like when you're playing with your siblings like this play wrestling it's like you're building that grappling intuition as you're, you're like you might not be thinking it but like I don't know you want to win you're competitive oh, like it's fun I can't imagine like the type of wars you would fucking I've lost my tooth like wrestling with my brother like you know getting choke slam ddt like jackhammer all those bullshit i remember it's a this couch is giving me like real fucking flashbacks because this is like the exact type of couch that i lost my tooth because my brother did uh oh you know goldberg yeah you know he he yeah but he he also like picked them up and then he did like a like a suplex and then like pinned and my brother did that to me and i just my tooth just popped out Oh man, and, uh, like that's crazy. Did you ever have like a, a moment with that with your siblings? Where you're uh, like, Shut Calvin. up! I'll buy you McDonald's. Like, don't fucking. So Calvin, cr- Calvin was actually older than me, and uh-huh. uh, we were on the bed, and I was like swinging from like the the bunk beds, uh-huh. and I was like swinging from underneath, and I swung and like kicked him in the mouth and like <laughs> chipped his tooth. He still has a chipped tooth. Is to that this the chip that he yeah, has yeah, in yeah, his yeah, tooth? Oh my god. <laughs> He's such a dick. He always reminds me. He's like, yo, he did this to me when we were kids. Why I'm can't like, he just oh, fucking man. get it fixed, dude? He could, he he's could. such a he's he's a dick for that. That's so funny. I always thought that was like, from you fighting. You did this to me. I was like, ah, oh, I forgot about that. You did this, Aljo. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy times, man. We used to beat each other up. We used to jump each other. Family of twenty siblings. Back mm-hmm. then, it wasn't that many of us at the time, but it was a good amount of us still. Yeah. And uh, we'd jump each other. You couldn't tell the parents. If you told the parents, they'd tell you just like. You'd have to figure it out. You kind of, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. You'd have to figure it out. I run upstairs, lock the door, and like, I wouldn't go back to the basement. They'll be like coming upstairs, trying to be like, come downstairs, and we dare oh, you. Shit. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm gonna just sleep. Hey, in the yeah, room I'm good. Tonight. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just chill right up here. No one's gonna so, punk me tonight. So, how old are you out of the siblings? I think I'm like the seventh. 
The seventh, and were the other, and were the other six uh, that are older than you living with you all, all mm. the time as you were growing up? No, Kelvin, uh huh, Cleveland, um, Laverne, Damon came into the mix, so uh-huh. that would put me at five, and then my older sister and older brother. Okay, one was in Jamaica, the other one I lived with her for like a short stint, and then she moved out, moved back in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm like around five. Okay. Five or seven. You know, like, it's funny. I was thinking about this as I was driving. I I had, like, a – I made, like, a list of uh, questions to ask you. But, like, I get, like, uh, real, like, big brother vibes from you. Like, I I don't know how to – I get them from, like, Jason, too. Just, like, there's, like, a – like, I don't know if other people your age have that, like, mental maturity that they can, like, turn it on at times. Like, Like, when you need to, you know? Like, I, I'm still joking around with you guys and everything, but, like, I feel like there's a different level of, like, mental maturity that, like, I don't know if that upbringing helped you, like, achieve. You know what I mean? Like, you, I feel like you have this ability, like, you just seem more responsible than most. Oh, and that, in a sense like that, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And um, I kind of get, like, the short end of the stick on that. Like, I get bagged on a lot for that, especially coming up. Now I think everyone kind of appreciates it. Of course. But I was always considered like the cheap, frugal brother, the one that mm-hmm. was stingy, mean, never liked sharing. And uh, I was like always Dude, on top of my, my shit. That's man. that's how I would look at my big brother. Because, yeah. because you know, I was always the piece of shit. Like I wanted to touch his shit. And I'm like, why can't we share? We're brothers. And yeah, he's like, yeah. don't touch. This is my stuff. And like I, he still loved me and everything. But like <laughs> I was just a little brother. And I still, I'm sure I still give off those little brother vibes. It's like. Something you, it, it's just how I was, like how I was raised, how yeah. I grew up. Like I was the little brother and, yeah. and I can see like, I'm so, I feel like socially aware of like, I see that it feels like you were the responsible one growing up. Yeah. So I mean, a lot. I, I, and, and until like we get older, we don't realize like, wow, like we're building those good traits from when we're kids like that. Like you can kind of see how somebody's going to end up. If like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they say the most impressionable years are for youth are like zero. Well, when you're born to like seven years old, I think it is zero to seven. And like two years old is like sexually. So like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like if you see like a woman in like pumps, like if you if you see like a woman in like red heels when you're two years old and like suddenly you have like a boner for no reason, that's going to be your thing for when you're older. There's this book called Sex at Dawn. That talks about it a lot, a lot. Like those are your formative years. That's where people get those weird fetishes and stuff. Like around, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. But I, I do think because my dad and my mom weren't together at the time, so we lived separately. With my mom and Roosevelt, Kelvin, Cleveland, and the other our other halves would mm-hmm. live in the other house in Uniondale. I believe that's where they're living or Hempstead. And. Uh, I would only see my dad, like, occasionally. Like, the way I remember growing up, like, uh-huh. I might be completely wrong, but I only remember seeing him, like, once a month kind of thing. He would drop, come by, like, give my mom money or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, I would be the one, like, waking up in the morning, trying to help with breakfast. Yeah. Walking my brothers and sisters to school. Troy, my sister, the one who actually just did my hair, Safari. And that was before the other one was born, Unique. And I would have to walk them to Ulysses Bias Elementary School every day, wait for them after school to walk them mm-hmm. back home. And it was, like, my responsibility. If my parents were out or my mom was out, don't touch the door. Don't answer the phone. Uh, it was like yeah. that. It's like you hear the door. You're knock, a latchkey you guys, kid. You, yeah, you guys yeah. be quiet. 
it's don't like make any noise. that's exactly how I was too because yeah. my mom was working two jobs and like not to like rag on my pops but he, you know he just wasn't in the picture a lot of the time sometimes yeah. like he's still like just a lot of alcoholism so you had the abuse where I mean like I guess it's a form of abuse where you're your pops isn't around. My dad was around, but he wasn't around. Like yeah. here, like like that shit fucks you up when like I see my pops is drunk, but I can't even connect with him. Yeah. Like you know, like it it was it. So like w- you, I I couldn't feel you when you say like you're a latchkey kid because my mom would be working two jobs and I would just be home alone. I don't know where the fuck my pops was, and I would be like playing video games or whatever the fuck. Like I at least I had my privacy though. I can't imagine like seven eight ten other kids like in a house like yeah. but back then it wasn't that many of us it was just myself troy mm-hmm. and safari and then oh okay yeah that's before we moved that's into good. the other house. yeah yeah and then when we moved into the other house that's when everything was just like it was freaking, like a madhouse it was a madhouse because that's when my mom moved in why did you move into the other house what, what well, was like the catalyst divorce and oh i yeah, see and then my dad and then he had another he had like two other baby mothers at the time too so it, we got like a ridiculous that's Family like a whole saga, story. dude. Yeah, it's honestly, it's yeah, honestly yeah. Insane. It's hard. That's even that's hard to like. How do you get into that without even getting lost? Like, it's so much to keep track of. Yeah, that's my dad's just an, he's an animal. <laughs> and I, I don't even know if it's like I'm saying it. Not even trying to say it in like a good way. He's like, yeah. It's just like you cause all this chaos for a lot of people, and then walk away. Just, yeah, and just like it's, leave it. You know, like, yeah, it's just a lot of distraught for everybody growing up like that because. You feel kind of left out when the, the dad's not with you. Of you course. think the other ones are the, more of the favorites and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So there's a lot of that that goes on. Even to this day, people like we can still find ourselves talking about it, mm-hmm. and we're a lot more mature now. So it's a little different, but for the most part, you could tell people are still somewhat. I don't say bent out of shape, but it definitely bothers you. It affects you as a kid. Dude, it of course, it, a thousand percent. And and if he's and especially if he's not there to like talk about it, like nah, he doesn't talk about exactly. It. Yeah, and 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 dude, and it's so fucked up because like, ooh, I don't know, like uh, personally, like I don't have very many good relationship examples in like like you know like I can't yeah. say like oh these two made it like oh this this aunt and uncle like they're the ones who fucking made it like I can't say that. And it hurts because I don't know what like that. I know that shit affects me. I know that shit affects me in here and subconsciously. And and it's fucked up because like uh, commitment is like hard because I've never had that example in my life where I could be like, oh, it does work. Like it's all been shit. Like eventually everything just goes to shit, you know, like I'm dealing with that now. And uh, it's it's tough, man. You got to you got to try to find the examples. I always tell people like I never had any role models. My role models. Yeah were rappers and oh. they weren't even role models like it was just like i guess it's it kind of a role model because i wanted to be like that uh-huh. but it wasn't like i necessarily looked at like a Lil wayne like i want to be Lil wayne it was just i just want what he has the cars the money the girls i just thought that was like but is it, it you know what at the end of the day it's like maybe it wasn't the cars and maybe it was like the stability like you know like like because that's fucking rough dude like I don't know, like, it's, like, outside looking in, if I'm if I'm looking up to Lil Wayne, because, like, I hardly had any, my mentor, my, my, like, role model was my big brother, and, like, yeah, like, rappers and stuff, like, I, yeah. so, like, I, I, I don't know, outside looking in, I just, I kind of looked at that, and I was like, damn, I wish I had that stability when I really think about it, I'm like, damn, that's, that looks like fun, because, like, I'm not like you know like I'm not worried about shit, yeah, like you know like that's it's fuck it's fucking crazy, dude, like. It's cool that you're still talking. I wonder how much that's um, shaped you as a fighter. Uh, I think it's harder me. 
if anything. I think um, I think that's why I'm not easily broken. It's like uh, mm -hmm. you see some guys that get into these competitive matches and they don't get something the first time. Maybe the second time they kind of like you can see them like the, the yes. beat in their face or the yes. look. There's been times like I know when I deflate somebody oh, in yeah. the middle of a, a rolling round or in a wrestling match, in a jiu-jitsu match, mm -hmm. or even in a fight, and I'm just like, all right, I just fucking broke this guy. Yes. Yeah, I, I know you're broken. Like, I can, f you could just feel You it. can feel it. Yeah, yeah, and I feel, for me, I've dealt with so much that I just feel, I just don't know how to stop. Like, like how I are you going to break me yeah, after that? Like, and th none of that yeah. broke me. There's no way you can do something enough to, to make me just roll over and quit and say, like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. I would never just go, all right, I'm good, where I'm, like, looking for a way out. Yes, like, I'll yes. take my lickings like a man and keep pushing forward until I just can't. That's you know, you know, I I've I uh, like this is another thing that I touched on in my podcast. Like I've met that pussy that I have inside of me, like that inner pussy is like in tournaments. It happens, dude. I've met him. And I remember there was uh, a fight. I was in the finals of this uh, this like good fight. It was I was just a white belt. I was in the 170 division. I was like 162. Like I yeah. just did. I just didn't want to lose the weight. And I was just getting smashed by this guy for like nine, ten minutes. And I see my ex. And I'm like, damn, I'm just going to give up my arm and, like, like quit, you know? Like, just get, get, look. I was looking for a way out. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm trying to give him the Americana, and he just doesn't have the awareness to grab it. And I'm, like, there from it. And I'm, like, how the fuck are you going to lose to this retard? Like, you're giving him the submission. He could literally do anything, and, you're and, and he's not doing it, and you're going to lose to this guy. And I ended up, like, pulling it together and beating him. And then every time it's been a little easier, like, I face that. And then I get a little harder each time. And I really don't give up in training because it's so fun for me. But it's stressful in tournaments. Like, training is – I feel like it's hard to break me in training because I'm just having fun. Like, I don't care. Like, I, 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 yeah, it's different. But, like, I could see – I feel when people break. I know exactly what you mean. Like, when they have that ego in training, like, oh, I got my guard pass. Let me just get submitted and then we'll reset. Yeah. What even if they get their guard pass and they just kind of just lay there and there's no – like, res like, there's no pushback or attempt to really get back to yeah. guard or get back to your feet or something. It's like, well, Play the game. My back, yeah. Like, even if I'm tired, I might regroup and take, like, a few seconds yeah. to, to gather myself. And then after that, I'm like, all right, we're getting the fuck out right now. Hell yeah. And if I don't get out, I know you're going to have a hard time trying to hold me down. And it's going to make it miserable whether I'm stuffing my hands in your face, <laughs> putting my elbow in your throat, yeah. and I'm grinding it. I'm like, dude, I just get nasty. And it's like, yes. not even, like a thing I'm doing intentionally, like, to, like, purposefully hurt somebody. But uh -huh. at the same time, I, I just think fight or flight. Like, I get into that zone where I know I can still, like, not think. hurt somebody. Yes, yes, but yes. But at the same yes. time, it's just like, yo, we're fucking competing right now. Uh -huh. Like, right now, we are competing. It's not for any anything, but this is, like, man, this is, like, bragging rights for the day or whatever until the yeah. next training session. Yeah. That's just that's it, just how I look at stuff. Um, Touching back on, like, what you were saying, like, you, you said that as a kid, you're, um, your siblings kind of, your <laughs> your siblings kind of looked at you as like frugal or like yeah. whatever. Like you were, so I was like a thought came into my head. I'm like, and we were talking about relationships, and it's hard for you now because you didn't have a role model and stuff. Like I think, if anything, you are completely capable of doing of breaking whatever chains that like like those mental chains or whatever like you're completely capable of changing that because you've already changed the story for your entire family like yeah if anyone's sure. gonna do it you could you could fucking do it but it's so like dude like that that shit bugs me too like how am i gonna be how am i gonna be the anomaly you, you know you gotta constantly remind yourself about it and and 
make it a point to say, hey, keep yourself on track. Just kind of like yeah. checking yourself. And it's hard to do, especially like the position I'm in. There's a lot yeah. of temptation to do a whole lot of Oh, crazy I have good shit. questions for that. Hold on. And, uh, I try. I, I've been in circles where people were doing so much cocaine. Like <laughs> I'm talking like out the wall. It's just like. Oh, well, that's college, though. No, that's college. That's outside of that. That's the, the circles I'm sometimes hanging out. Yeah, in. yeah. And it's not like there's and there's people who are always like, yeah, hey, you want a line, you want a bum, blah, blah, blah. But I know for me, it's like I can't go down a, a path like that because I don't want to be become a statistic where that athlete who does great and then yeah. just falters because he just couldn't res- couldn't resist temptation. Well, or I mean, John like Jones seems stuff. fine. Well, there, <laughs> but then there, there are uncommon men amongst yeah. uncommon men. Yeah, and John yeah. Jones would be one of those guys. I've hung out with John where I've known he's done some pretty wild shit and competes yeah. like the very next week and smashes guys. Yeah. This is also like 10 years ago. So it's a different day and age back then to what he was doing. But those are those are the habits, bro. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, like... There's nothing wrong with having a good time. Yeah, He's yeah. already had his, his success made mm. millions and millions of dollars. So at this point, it's kind of like, well, if he were to falter at this point again... It's like whatever, To right? one of his bad habits, it's like, yeah, yeah it's like, you know, everyone's got a vice. Yeah. You know, so for me, I just don't... I got my vice is drinking. I don't. I try not really? to drink. Yeah, I have to make sure I moderate that. Um, and it's not like I drink till I'm blacked out or anything like that. But I would, I won't mind drinking a beer just constantly. A day yes, just yes, have, just yes, yes. It's just relaxing. Uh-huh. But I know it's like maybe I could just not have a beer today and just chill and just have yeah. water and just. But I don't drink soda. I don't drink anything else. I just drink water all the time. So I think this is kind of like a checks and balances kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean it, it's it almost feels like after I'm eating clean for so long, it's like my body is reaching for like some sort of vice to yeah. like even me Thousand out percent. like i can't function like i could go for without sugar for mad long but then like i just end up crashing or something you just saw what i just i just demolished a whole bowl that was rude actually ridiculousness yeah you had so much and you didn't offer me any like it was <laughs> fucking crazy I had ice cream <laughs> i don't yeah. know if you want that though you I, want the cookies i have i have hold on i have a line of question hold on do you consider yourself a celebrity um Yes and no. If someone were to ask me if I was a celebrity, I would yeah. say no. Uh-huh. But in terms of what is deemed as a celebrity, I probably would fit that category in terms of the money I've made thus far mm-hmm. and uh, the entire accumulation of everything and, um, I guess, social media presence and stuff yeah. like that. And obviously my ranking in what's considered the biggest organization in the world so then for my sport. So then saying all that, why the hell are you saying no? Because I don't feel like when I walk out, I was like, mm-hmm. I just train. So it's not yeah. like I don't feel like we get the spotlight. Because you could be an entry-level UFC fighter, and you're in the UFC, the biggest organization, but you're not like yeah. John Jones, Conor McGregor, uh-huh. um, Justin Gaethje, like that type of level, or Ronda Rousey. You know, just like you're not an icon. You yeah. could just be like a roster player on the on the bench in the NBA or yeah. in in uh, the NFL. So that's the way I kind of categorize it. Like when I got to to the UFC, I was just a young kid making money. That was it. Some doing yeah. something. I was getting paid peanuts at the time for it, but it was enough to get by. Yeah. And I probably would have made more money becoming a teacher in the very early years. Yeah. And um, so I just I don't really look at myself like that, but I do know where I'm at now, and I do have to keep that in in mind that people are constantly looking for an angle like i've man, people will post stuff take videos of me and post shit and they'll tag me in it it's the weirdest fucking thing because i'm like <laughs> like you well, just came and said hello because to me it's not oh it's oh not like weird. no but you know what i do like i i like okay so oh, you're one of them no for You're example, one of them for example 
I know a comedian that like he's in a story all the time, right? Kevin Hart. No, no, no. Uh, his name is Joe List. He's super tall, fucking white. He's just a, a dude who's funny to me. The opposite of Kevin Hart. And yeah, <laughs> that's actually bad. <laughs> the polar opposite. Literally the of polar Kevin opposite Hart. of Kevin Hart. Um, and uh, you know, I saw him, and I'm like, damn, it would be mad. Like, I feel fucking awkward right now trying to come up to him and be like, hey, I'm a huge fan. And then what the fuck do I say? Like, I am a huge fan, and right now there's, like, uh, even if there wasn't a pandemic, I feel like I would kind of be like that too. But yeah, it's like, dude, because, like, I'm so aware that he's just a normal person that I don't want to bother him. That's how I feel. Like, so when people do that, I feel like a lot of them are just so shy. They don't want to bother you because they know you're, like, a, a real person. They have a lot of respect for you. They're like, I'm just so yeah. fucking nervous. Like, uh, like. But the, the weird part is people would message me. And I respond to a lot of people. People, You talk to everybody, yeah. dude. Yeah, my girlfriend hates yeah, I, I was just going to say that. I was it. just going to say that. But honestly, she shouted you out that one fucking time. She's like, I don't know how he has so much patience. To talk to all of his fans, I, I, like I love that what about was that, what him. Was that on? It was a long time ago. She's like, "You're, on, you guys like are, are on vacation or some shit," and oh, you're man. like texting, like you're you're like texting, and she's like, "I don't know how he does it. He has the patience to talk to all of his fans. Like yeah. it's so good." Like, it, it, I'm very good at that, but I do know it also comes at a price where it takes away from takes my away so much of your quality time, time from obviously. Like our time after a fight is when I get to unwind, do whatever I want to do, and yeah. really just make time for her. But that's also the time to do work. Yeah, and it's build such your an brand. Independent sport, such an independent thing where you don't have the marketing of the UFC to push yep. you to build you to build your brand. You got to put in the footwork yourself, and that's how I even got to this. And I try to explain that to other people that like they want to rap or they want to do art, they want to do film okay you post this for me i'm like yo it doesn't get out of like here yeah just because i post this for you doesn't mean you're gonna fucking blow up even if i had a million followers it's the consistency it's the consistency it's the consistency and your yeah. work has to be fucking good yeah and on top of that people want to know about you they don't care about me knowing about you mm -hmm. okay i gave you the hook now what do you do with it so that's kind of more of what it is but i do that is a bad not a, it's a good and a bad habit but um I don't even know what the first question was. Even. Uh, I asked you if uh, if you considered yourself a celebrity. Oh, that, yeah. Well, I think we answered that. Yeah. But how do we even get – I don't know how we got to answering people. We got from there because uh, uh, you have to start answering people because you have to build your brand because – Yeah, but there was another segue into that. I don't um, know. Hold on. Either uh, way, I know she gets she gets bothered by it. So, like, even now, I don't respond as much as I used to because it's just way too much. And sometimes it could be so overwhelmingly negative that it's, like, just not worth the time and energy. And then there's other times where there's a lot of good stuff. And I'll read it. I definitely yeah. read them for the most part. Uh -huh. Almost all of them. Sometimes if it's, like, 99 plus, bro, I'll look through it. If I don't see anything that just seems important in the very first few letters. Like of first substance, few, yeah. First few words. Yeah. Then I just delete all. Because mm -hmm. it's just... It's too I, much. It, feel, it feels heavy. I was listening to a po uh, podcast on Bigger Pockets. The guy was saying if it feels heavy, like if it weighs it down, stresses him out, he, he says it's heavy or it's light. And that, for me, f sometimes it feels super heavy when I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I can't deal with this right now. Even like my post from today talking about wearing a mask and oh shit like that. Oh, my God. Dude, like, but you should honestly know Shits that that's going to happen. Yeah, I know. No, I, you, when I do yeah. it, I know. When I do it, I and do the, know you're like you like you 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 like post that and you're like, oh, there goes three hours of my life. Yeah, yeah. And just fucking <laughs> put that and then like, bring them on. Like, you know, like, yeah. we're like, they're going to be like, I knew you hated Biden. And like, But I don't hate Biden. 
I know. I'm just, I know. But my only They're question for him is honestly, who built the fucking cages? Who that's, built the fucking cages? That's, that's all I really want to know. Other than that, we know, really, we know who built them. But this whole politics game—they're all pawns anyway. Listen, I you could go off on your mask rant if you want. I mean, like uh. it's fucking yeah. I I understand. <laughs> it's too much, dude. Like that's heavy. Right now, that's heavy. It My, is heavy. Like that—that's the kind of shit. Like you're just arguing in circles, and 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 honestly. I can see how people just kind of dismiss people who, um, like, there's people who take such a hard stance on this that they won't listen to whatever reasoning you're trying to say. And I could see how you would want to cut somebody off who's like that. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want a friend who's like that, who, who just won't shut the fuck up. Like, who won't, like, just leave me be or, like, stop. I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I don't like when people are trying to change your mind on things. If you could come to the table with facts... Yeah. Not just opinions, not going anecdotes, well, feelings. Think, yeah, then that's that's not something I could that's tangible for me to be like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. But if it's just all like I thinks, then I don't know. I don't really, I can't really get behind that. But I mean, just to touch base on that, I do think wearing a mask is good for preventative reasons, in terms of spreading something. So yeah, if you have something and you don't want to spread it, wear I think mask. it's good to wear the mask, mm-hmm. and. I think the mask the mask is technically supposed to work both ways. It's supposed to protect me from you. It's supposed yeah. to protect you from me. Yeah. So if I'm healthy on the other side and I decide not to wear a mask, I think I'm okay. But if you know you're sick and you have to go out, let's say you went to the grocery store, yeah. I went to the grocery store, I didn't wear a mask, you decided not. To, you decided to wear a mask because you were sick, but you had to go out. That puts me more at risk. But now people are saying, well, if that's the case, then everyone should just wear a mask. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Uh-huh. But... If you are sick or whatever, stay the fuck home. If you're scared, stay the fuck home. <laughs> yeah, if you're I at risk you. and you're older, you. stay the fuck home. You know? So, and that's my only issue with the whole thing. And again, with the hard stance, I just don't like when people are so far left or so far right that you can't tell them anything. Because then it's not even a conversation. It's just you just trying to yell at me and tell me what you, th- what you think is right. And you're t- pretty much trying to tell me everything I'm doing is wrong. And... At that point, it's just like, all right, this conversation's over. That's I, a lot I mean, of what's going on now. Yeah, no one's listening to anybody. Everyone yeah. just wants to point the finger. If you're an anti-masker, then you're automatically a Trump supporter. If, yeah. If you're pro-mask, then you're automatically a Biden supporter. It, yeah. It's just so, so far, left. there's no in-between, there's no middle ground. There's no like, hey, I see what you're saying, and I can empathize and understand where you're coming from. This is what I think. Here's the facts. Now, can we meet somewhere in the middle? But you know and what? People are not logical. I think, to think, I like think, that. I think a lot of that, though, because I'm seeing all of my friends are basically centrists now. Uh, mo- Honestly, most, I don't know what that is. Well, basically, basic, <laughs> what you're saying, what you're saying, like, like where you're not too far right or too far left, yeah. you're in the middle. Okay. Like, okay. like all of my friends are, are basically saying the same thing you are. So the people who are those hard stance people are just the loudest minority on like Twitter or like internet spaces. Cause I don't know people like that. I feel like I don't know. I don't interact with anyone like that on a day to day basis where they're so hard. One fucking stance. If anything, I, I feel like more of my training partners have become more Republican than anything else. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm, sur- yeah, yeah. I'm surrounded by like Trump, pe- but maybe that's just cause I'm in long Island and this is, I mean, this isn't Queens. No, because I grew up in Queens, right? I and feel like Long Island's more Democrats than anything. Depends what part of Long Island. Depe- you're in. F- of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. it depends on what parts. But I think for the most part, this is a blue state. Oh, it's a blue state, but I. Yeah. But dude, I like this Republican presence. 
what I'm I've never seen this kind of like turnout. I feel like like for the Republicans. Yeah, dude. Like I'm getting fucking traffic all the time because I got like a a a like a parade route of fucking Ford F one fifties. With, with Trump, Trump flags Trump, on him, Trump fucking Nas <laughs> right there with him, like in his Toyota, fucking <laughs> beep beep beep. Like, I I I've, I've never seen. Like, I, I hear you that it's a blue, but I feel like more people are leaning towards Republicans. But all my friends, my personal circle. Wait wait wait. Why do you think they're leaning towards um the red? I'm just seeing it more now. Like they seem like the louder um. The louder oh, population, oh, the louder side, or whatever. I was gonna say, I think the whole mass thing with the pandemic has definitely swayed, <coughs> swayed a lot of people's opinions on this vote in particular, just because of the way both guys are handling it. And you see how Biden is doing his his um, debates, and then at the end of the debate, he decides to put a mask on to do the optics for everyone. To like, yeah, hey, so I'm they sitting can take with my wife, yeah, and yeah. I'm wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I just talked to this guy for a whole hour, and he we weren't wearing masks. Now all of a sudden, I'm wearing a mask because I want to show that. I, it's just, I don't know. It's just craziness. I mean, it, it is crazy, but I mean, what are, I I, I don't know what. I don't else have to the do. answers. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not saying what, I have the answers. What's the answer, Sway? I just think, based on the survival rate of what we're being told in comparison to what you, it was. But like those everything, like if one thing that this taught me mm-hmm. was like. That I have to be more responsible and like really vet what I'm looking at. Yes. Because I cannot trust the news anymore. Like as much as Trump saying fake news, fake news, and like you kind of in the beginning it kind of seemed ridiculous, but nowadays like I can I look like a fucking idiot just spouting what the news has said because those are just normal people, dude. Those are just like journalists who need clicks to make money. Thousand that's percent. that's somebody trying to make his nut. And he's not he's not fucking worried about what the facts are. Like I feel like old school journalism was different cuz like that's not what they were after. They 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 it's like a, a a professionalism based on merit. It was a merit-based professionalism. Now it's switched to like clicks and like um yeah, uh, I can see that. Uh, ridiculousness for sure. And but. and and yeah, and dude, and I don't know what is real and what's fake anymore. The more I feel like this pandemic has exposed the sort of propaganda that uh, across the world happens because we're getting propagandized and we like to think that, oh, that doesn't happen here. That happens in Russia. That happens in... That's happening to you and you don't even fucking People realize so it. People are so naive for thinking that this can never happen to us. It's... The most naive thing. I'm fucking brainwashed. I know I'm brainwashed. We're, and all, I, we're all programmed to a certain extent. 100%. And I think that's why we have to do ourselves the, the justice of looking at both sides and using our goddamn brains and trying to think for ourselves and not just listen to some guy standing in front of the TV because he says I'm a journalist that he has all the credibility in the world like Fauci and all these guys. Yes. Like, I know yeah, Fauci's yeah. obviously He's, a doctor, but yeah. doesn't mean you aren't influenced by this does not mean that when people are getting put on ventilators and all kinds of things or let's increase the let's inflate the numbers of covid deaths and just tag this tag that and i'm not saying not everywhere probably did that yeah. not everywhere probably did that but but the you fact see that it. some people are doing it, it it makes it hard to believe the information that's being put out there to the masses and a lot of people are so easily influenced because this is all they know they go to work 
They come home, they turn this on, they sit in front of it, they eat their food, they get just sitting there being fat. Yep. Or, or And they're and they not experiencing the real life. They're experiencing life through a television, through it. a screen, through a filter that they're, that, that 80 other people are filtering for you before it even gets to you. Yeah. Like, and so. So bad. We're actually out and about, which is nice. So we can I mean, we're fine. But, like, I know, like, I have one friend in particular. I'm not going to say his name, but he's been holed up this whole time. He's fucking shook, dude, because he lives with his grandma and everything. And he's shook, and he doesn't do anything. And I feel bad for people like him who are, like, he's a good person. You know, he's a good person. But, like, what's he supposed to do if he's, like, been following all the rules this entire time? Like, I, like, show I me feel, the Carfax. I feel bad for him, you know? Like, I'm just saying, show me the Carfax. But... I'm not. I, I, I'm not telling him what to do. Yeah. But if you want to live in a box with your grandparents until the, their very last. That's days, what he's got to do. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like You guys want to spend your very last days in a box, knowing that you guys, you watch your parents. I'm not saying they could die in there, but they could. Mm-hmm. So let's just say, God forbid, something happened, knock on wood, that they just passed passed away yeah. or something natural causing. You guys spent your last few days, months, in a house. In the same clo- enclosed, thing. like, what are we talking about? Like, we're talking yeah. about quality of life at this. But point, that's hope, bro. That's hope. Like, you're 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 living there. You're living in your box with the hope that they come out with some sort of vaccine. You you you're hopeless if you're living. If you're just going out there, you're basically living with the plan on dying. You know, in his eyes, in his yeah. eyes, he has hope right now. His hope is the vaccine. So, like, again, like this is us just looking at life both is sides. Risk. Both life sides. Is a risk. Yeah, life is a big risk. They could honestly, you could go driving a car, just like something that just happened to my girlfriend's um, brother's best friend, his mom, and his his mom and his dad. Oh, but his fuck. mom just passed away that's because some idiot goes on the highway, speeding right by this house actually on exit twenty nine, I think thirty one, oh, no. and the crash happened on like exit twenty nine, going the wrong way down the southern state. Yeah, head yeah. on collision, killed like there was like a four car pile up and like everyone in three different cars pretty much died. Oh my god, one car survived. And they and all had COVID. No, and they all, pre- <laughs> yeah. And they pretty much all had fucking COVID. <laughs> had it's so stupid. You, you, see, you see what I'm talking about? That's like, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the craziness. But it's like, um, <laughs> it's so bad. And I, I'm not trying to make fun of it, cause, but it just gets to a point where it's just like, yo, man, I, I don't know what to say. It's like, do you want to live your life? If, you, if you're okay with it, fine. I'm not telling you that's mm-hmm. right or wrong, but I'm just saying, weigh, weigh out your options, look at the facts, and from there, formulate your own opinion. If you think this is best for you, hey, man, I'm not going to knock you. I just can't hang out with you anymore until you decide to come on to the other side. When you decide to cross that line to the grass that's greener on the other side, it, to me. Well, so your you hard stance know. that you're taking is just masks should be optional. I think masks should be optional. I think if you're sick, stay home. I think if you're at risk, stay home. If you're scared, stay home. If you're not scared, if you're at risk and you're not scared, mm-hmm. go out. But for every, so everybody else is just masks should be optional and enough with this sh- and enough with like Open up the mandatory yeah, masks. T- I was talking about this because I was like, yo, we're killing the small businesses. Mm-hmm. There's so many small mom and pop businesses that oh, are it's over, destroyed. Dude. It's over. Yeah. You think it's the government is going to bail all these people out? Oh, the PP. Shut the fuck up. Have you tried to apply for that? I did get a loan. You and did? I, my business is fighting. I'm not even a fucking... I don't own an actual business. Yeah, my yeah. business... I'm in the business of Funk Master Corp. That's yeah, my business. Yeah, 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 So it's fascinating for me to see all these small businesses closing down, the Sarah BJJ, which is not even a small business. It is small, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a mom and pop. But 
It I'm is a small business. It's still yeah, small it is business. a small business. It has under 10 employees. Yes. And then we have all these other corporations that are going to get bailed out. You got the Jeff Bezos's. You got the Ford's. You got all these other places that are still going to have their money. You got the mm. big banks still going to have the money. These guys are going to flourish and keep making money while the people who are in small businesses are going to crumble. They're going to suffer. And then what are we supposed to wait? Wait for the plan for the government to, to sprinkle out a couple more dollars. Hey, don't worry. We'll give you a little bit more money for this unemployment, and hopefully you put it back into the economy and jumpstart it all over so, again. So let, like, let me let me just let about? me just let me just say. So before when I was telling you about how um, this made me open my eyes up to like news is fake or like the yeah. the, the the possibility of fake. So this line of thinking that you have is very common in Americans right now, right? Wouldn't you say? I. Th- think so okay i would i would seen, agree I've okay both, let's kind of split let, okay so i would agree and let's like the next thing is if if this is the sentiment that like is growing in the american community what's making it grow i feel like we're not only getting propagandized but this is exactly what like uh like what russia would want us to be going through right now is to like have all of us arguing have all of us like like give give like like starting these fires within our communities you know what i mean like uh yeah. like other countries intelligence agencies want to destabilize us and a lot of that is you know keeping us separated with these like laws and like these hard stances on whether it's masks vaccines or um or like uh, political parties, like this type of shit doesn't happen in Russia because there is no political parties. There's no, you're not voting Putin out. Putin's there to stay. Like yeah, you know, so 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 there. In order for them, like another route for them to fuck us over is to have us thinking against each other like this. So I think like it's great that we're all having our opinions, but like to cut your boys off, to cut people off to cut our fellow americans off like you know what i mean like when you think about it in that way where it's like fuck like i'm really like it's fucked up i can't really fuck with this person anymore because they think a certain way i don't want to be like that i don't i because like at the end of the day i feel like we're all americans we're all going through this together and although we have our differences in opinion i can't really like just cut you off because i feel like that's what other countries would want to do to like other countries intelligence agencies want that to happen to us like they want us to be so divided and stuff like that yeah but then if like just to play devil's advocate yeah. if we are divided then what happens like what's the what's the well they take us that? out like what's happening to our economy right now it's fucking tanking we're owing fucking china so much money now we were getting out of debt before this yeah but i'm saying like in the sense of take us out like what exactly? Like, are we talking like war? Or are we talking just like everything? Uh, like selling, uh, infrastructure to everything. Other tech, tech. Like, we get hacked all the time, and nobody talks about it. Like, our copyrights are always getting taken in India, in China, and actually, Russia. There was like a, a worldwide hack on everybody's um uh where they study viruses, and then Russia comes out with a with a, a vaccine three months later. So it's like th- these technological wars and stuff are going on all the time. And until you like kind of like look like, oh, fuck, like I'm thinking just like everyone else is thinking. Why is that going on? Oh, maybe like what else is these narratives are all getting pushed on us is all I'm saying. Is what I'm, I'm thinking like personally, like because I hear you and I hear all my boys talking like you, too. And I'm like, fuck, why is this the prevailing like sure we're all thinking for ourselves, but maybe is someone making us think 
like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess there could be some other yeah. end goal for this, this whole thing. But not even to go down like a rabbit hole like that. I just think with the, the closing down of all the businesses, you you just, yeah, what we said before, you kind of, cr- you don't kind of, you do cripple you do. the economy and you, you cripple the the lower income people that are trying to get to the middle class, you definitely crush the middle class and the guys who are thriving are the only the ones that at the top. So I think what's going on is like, I think people at the top are kind of realizing that like we're getting destabilized and they're slowly taking away our freedoms in order to turn us into like an economical machine like how China is. Because China turned their whole country around in a matter of like, like 10, 20 years, some crazy shit like that. And they did it through the use of like taking away people's freedoms and and like really industrializing their entire country. So I think that's what's going on in order for the people at the top to try to save our country. They're trying to do that in the way where like I feel like someone like Trump isn't really doesn't really want that to happen. And I feel like the Democrats kind of want that to happen where it's like, okay, we need to socialize this country more in order to keep it from getting so destabilized that we can't save us anymore we're not a world power anymore and then i feel like trump's trying to go about it in a different way where he's like fuck that how about we bring all the billionaires back to here as opposed to having them yeah yeah Yeah. exporting and bring bringing all their businesses to other places other countries Mm -hmm. i think it makes uh, i think it makes the most sense ultimately i feel like their goal is the same where america is pro we want america to prosper they just have different ways of going about it i feel like democrats way is to take away more of our freedoms and to like socialize us more in order to have us to be one cohesive country. But the Republican way is like, yo, fuck that. We're Americans. We'll figure this out. Let's all come back home. Let's fuck everybody else. Come back home and let's do this right. Like as like, like through yes, through, through our it. values that we've yeah. already adopted from back in the day. Like let's not change our values. Let's be Americans and let's fix it in that way. And I think because um, I got a friend, he was saying that we'd be better off as a communist society. And I said, bro, no, what are no. you talking about? No, this is a kid who grew up upstate New York. He wrestled, um, and he makes his money through like the nightlife. And I just thought he would have been, like, a little bit different in his thinking. And I was actually really shocked and taken back. Not that I, I didn't change anything, but I was, like, I still looked at him as a friend or whatever. But yeah, it was yeah, like, that's good. I'm actually good. really surprised. I'm, like, why? I'm surprised you think like this. He was, like, well. well he's retarded. He, he no. goes, the definition of a communist, because if you look it, look it up, he said, it's actually good and it's very beneficial to everybody if it's ran the right way. And I said, bro, There's no such look thing. through history. And you tell me which communist society was ran the right way, yeah. and it didn't turn into a freaking dictatorship. I was like, prove to me one time. He goes, oh, that's because everyone, they get to power, and then they get greedy. I'm like, so what do you think is going to change? Yeah. You got the same constant variable. People. 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 Yes, exactly. We're that's a great point. People. That's a great point. Yes. That, and that power vari- corrupts. Power variable, corrupts. Exactly. That variable is never going to change. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to explain that to him. I'm like, I understand what you're saying. In theory, that works. It's great. But people are people, bro. It's theory. It's to all expect theory. Expect the best out of somebody yeah. when they can do whatever they is that they want because you put them in that power position. It's it's very naive to think that you're gonna just always do the right thing for everybody else, as opposed to what makes them feel good on this particular day. You know what? I don't feel like working for the people today. I just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna around. do what I wanna do. Yeah, yeah. Let, <laughs> bring the bitches. Bring the coke. Like I, I can. Compl- dude, that's that's what I'm saying. And and it's like he likes Biden, by the way. Yo, you're so trumped out. It's ridiculous. No, no, no I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I just said like Trump. Like, oh, you're fighting. fucking screaming, <laughs> basically. Oh 
This is oh, uh, we'll cut that part. Hey man, I'm all about saving money, putting more money in our pockets, allowing us to spend money, allowing us to make our conscious decision. If you want to be a fuck up and take the extra money that Trump gave us on the tax cuts to go spend it on drugs and alcohol, that's on you. Yes. If you take the money, go put it in savings and go put put it away in your 401k and do the right thing like a a rational human being that's an adult with responsibilities that wants to be better and pull themselves out of the hole and not repeat the revolving door in that cycle, more power to you. But if you want to stick in the same ways and have everything handed to you, you want to live off uh, Social Security for the rest of your life. Unemployment, yeah. I, and I get it. Some people, I, some I people want to do that. Some yeah, people some pe- thrive yeah. like that. And dude. some people will hate me for saying that you don't understand what it's like. I'm like, I don't understand what it's like. The guy who was a broke college kid who had to take out loans mm-hmm. and was in thousands of dollars of debt that yeah. still has to pay it back till this till this day. To this day. We have been like, fighting for years. What are you talking about? I'm like, I earned everything. I went, used my financial aid, which you could have done. Instead, you decided to not go to school. You decided to do all these things. You decided to have a kid. And on top of that, even though you fucked up in that regards, you can still go back and change the cycle and get a trade or get some type of skill but where you, you can won't. change yeah. everything. But guess what? You don't want to do that because what? It's hard. I understand yes. it's hard. Yes, yes. But you got to do something to fix your situation. You can't just always expect that someone's going to always be there to hand it down. Like, why is it fair for me to raise all my, my crops and vegetables and only take home half of it? Because I did the work and you decided not to do it. Hey, you know what? Since you raised so much of it, let's take 50% of yours and let's give it to these people. Well, well, their argument would be, well, because we live in a society. And the only reason you are able to safely and not safely, you know, grow that crop is because of us as a whole. But I understand what you're saying because you put in the work. You were the one who... Who 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 planted all that? But stuff. you wasn't with me shooting at the gym. Exactly, and and just because you're here, see, I understand it to an extent. I un- I well, feel well, like I get taxes. But, but, but just hold that thought. Don't. But you see that line, and that's from um, Rick Ross. You wasn't with me shooting at the gym. I think I think. But you wasn't with Drake, Drake and Rick. Drake, but you yeah. wasn't with me shooting. But that was Rick Ross. But you wasn't with me shooting at the gym. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that so a guy like that who came up, you know, try to make money and sell street hustler. And it could say something like that, could kind of relate, but everyone in the hood s- repeats that line. They're like, oh, that was fire. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so it's fire when you say it like, oh, they weren't with you making the money, but you're okay with that because now this is all your money because you work for that. So you get to keep that. Yeah. But because I work for this and I got this, you want something uh, else too. Yeah, yeah, You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yes, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. That's, that's like the way I tie that back in. Yeah. But I didn't want to. I, dude, dude, I have friends who are moving because they're not. Fucking Biden hasn't even gotten elected yet, and they want to move. Like they're like, yo, the taxes are gonna be crazy. Like the 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 sixty two percent or whatever I'm scared out. the I'm fuck out. out of them. I'm out. Where are you going? You're I'm leaving too. I'm in Vegas, dog. So yeah, yo, dude, I know. Six months out of the year. I know this doesn't <laughs> seem like a, a MMA or jujitsu or combat podcast, but we got to talk about that for a little bit. What is training like in Las Vegas now? You've been there for a minute. Yeah, it's like it's good, man. You're, so, so that's really what's gonna push you out there is like, you're thinking of splitting the the two because of the taxes or because of the taxes. So really, here, here's my rationale. Yeah, yeah. The last two years, I've made an uh, excess amount of money, money that I never thought was even possible for me to make. But like, dude, there's so much to do with that in like your corporation and stuff where you can write it off. Yeah, but if you write it all off. You don't have anything. Yeah, but you're like you. You can say that you're at a detriment through your corporation, but still, like you're you're taking losses 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're just kind of just pushing that off. But you're kind of just, yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. At the yeah. end of the day, it still kind of comes back. One day, you got to face the music. No, no, no. Like, like let's say you're just buying shit because you need it for the podcast, right? Let's say we spent like $10,000 on shit for the podcast. Yeah. And then you write that off. You get $16,000 uh, or $12,000 just if you do taxes automatically. If you don't have write-offs for more than like $12,000, you just get like a $12,000 uh, like there's okay. it's like a basic so basic cap yeah yeah yes yes so if you individually um uh itemize all of your deductions yeah um and it comes out to more than 12,000 you're getting a bigger uh tax write off right so you just have to be clever enough or have an accountant who's clever enough who can finagle everyday things as things that you needed for your corporation in I order to operate through, as a gone through four different accountants Still in the same boat. Yeah, really. Yeah. Then you don't have the right accountant, I'd say, because I I've mean, seen it I done. Like to think you these see, guys are pretty good. You, they you work with big corporations. I one mean, guy, one guy charged me almost ten thousand dollars. No, do, dude, you're getting. I feel like you're getting. Yeah, you're that, dude, because you see how Trump did it, right? Like he yeah. he only paid seven hundred fifty dollars in taxes, right? How does Allegedly, that happen? That was a filing fee. Alleged. Okay. Allegedly, so pay millions, millions and millions of dollars, Joe. I paid millions. Mm -hmm. I, let me tell you, millions. And then, <laughs> well, um, dude, and and uh, and you know what? Maybe technically, in a way, he did. Uh, he just wrote it all off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just we're not. We don't have the mentors. We're not clever enough right now. We don't have the knowledge. We don't have people leading us by the hand. But I know it's possible. I've seen it done. Like I know, I know it's there. And I know it's just a a, a lack of knowledge. Especially on the part of the accounts who are somebody trying to charge you ten thousand fucking dollars. Do my taxes. That's bullshit. There's no, no I, way you're I, making I, that much money I at said, all. I said to him, I was like, how is this even possible? Bullshit. They they charge me for like, oh, um, in, investigating or internet research. I was like, are you fucking? That's kidding? forensic. I I know. Yeah. No. I was like, yeah. You charged me for that. I was like, you didn't even tell me you were charging me for that. I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. And after after that, we just shook hands, and walked away. I was like, dude, I'm. I'm I'm good with. I don't need a guy like you who. That's just scum. That's just scummy work. He fucked you scummy over, work. dude. Oh, a thousand percent. And he was a referral from someone from our gym, and oh, supposedly no. one of the best guys. Now, I'm not saying he did good work in terms of accounting, but the fact that he charged me that much and it's not like that money was saved. I'm like, yeah. dude, then what the hell was the point of this? You know. So just to put in perspective, yeah. For a guy who let's just say for numbers, this is not the real numbers. Give me, say, give me a fake number. Let's just say 250K. Say a real number. Let's, number. Just say, <laughs> let's say 250K. Let's say even okay. if I spent 100,000 of that in a year in terms of media, travel expenses, flights, hotels, um, massages for flights like sports massages and all that 100%. stuff. 100%. Massages. Okay, what up? Restaurants, whatever, outings, entertainment. We pay for all that stuff. Let's say 100K, so now we're capped at 150. It's not like I have offshore accounts where... I can hide money or shell money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that there are tricks and stuff, but yeah. a lot of that stuff, I feel like it doesn't apply to uh, someone who's not really in the corporate world of making like millions and millions of dollars because it, it almost doesn't even make sense to go that route because when you hide it overseas, at least the, the research I've done, or place it overseas, when you go and bring it back in, you pay taxes on it when you bring Th it back. That, so there's so many yeah. loopholes and stuff. Yeah, I just think it becomes a game of like, how much of this am I willing to invest my time to learn Everything I think so for me because like I have to learn this yeah. I would be more than happy to like try to help in whatever way I could but I don't think it's that necessary where you have to launder your money or 
uh, trap. Well, really put your money. Yeah, you put your money maybe. in a in an offshore account. Yeah, and I don't think it's that complicated. I'm I'm like a hundred percent sure it's not that complicated. It's just yeah. a matter of learning how to itemize and write things off for the sake of your business. Because I can ar- I would argue that literally everything you do is for your business oh, because 100%. you your business is you. Your business is not some cleaning corporation or something like that. Your business, yeah. you're you're in the art of of fighting and shit like that. So like everything that you do, whether it's food, it can I feel like food, all that gas, eh. mileage, Dude, wear and tear so on tires, new windows, new roofing. Yes, uh, yes, and um, I, office space, bro. I'm gonna, podcast. bro. This, I'm gonna so be much. your accountant, bro. I've Fuck done, it, trust it, me, bro. I've <laughs> I've done all the research. That's the basic stuff for like corporations like yes, this for fighting, yes. and have brought these to an accountant. And uh-huh. this is still what I'm left with. But to go to tie this all back in, yeah. just to just to answer the question, it's like um, the two years that I've made an excess amount of money, which was 2019, 2018, I did mm-hmm. really well. Uh, if I was living in Nevada, Florida, Wyoming, um, what's the other one, Texas? If I was in one of those state income tax free state income tax state income state, inco- state income tax free, thing. yeah, state income tax free, such a okay, whatever, no no tax, no state tax. I was living in one of those no state tax um, states. Uh, <laughs> it's such a weird thing to say. Yeah, yeah. I would have saved twenty grand a pop both years. Twenty grand Holy one year, shit. twenty plus grand the next year. Bro, that's like a down payment on a it's fucking a house. And the way, and this is what I, I wanted to do this two years ago. I wanted to make this move, and I spoke to Rebecca about it. We never pulled the trigger. Well, I never pulled the trigger. And when yeah. I, the way I tie it back in, I always said like, when when we have kids, I want to make sure like my kids aren't in a financial situation like me where they're like stuck trying to figure out how they're going to pay for college and things like that. And yeah. I've learned this from other people Like they go, they'll get residency in one state, get residency, like say Florida yes. and New York. Uh-huh. Then the wife will have all the houses in New York. He will have a residency in Florida. Then he'll buy the kids, their properties in Florida. They'll, he'll have it rented out. Each one of them are under his kids' names. And when they get turned to 18, the properties are theirs, free and clear. All the money that they made from rent, free and clear to them. Wow. And if they decide to go to college and use money for school, it's the money that they made from the rentals mm-hmm. all those years. Or if they gain like an academic scholarship or something like that, that yeah. money is theirs to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, there's no better incentive than that than to have your kid motivated to, hey, man, you teach them at a young age. You show them what it is to work hard. You uh-huh. don't spoil them, to, um, to, say, to say the least. But... I, I think about things like that now. I'm like, dude, I would have had at least 40, at least at a minimum, 40 grand in my pocket yep. still that I could have done whatever I wanted with. That's uh, There's so much you could do yeah. with that. That's and insane. that's just from moving from one state to the next. And you're telling me all I had to do but was splitting your time. Splitting my time. Well, split it, splitting your time is so crazy. Now it makes sense to split your time. It didn't make sense to split your time before because the Why training – isn't the same i feel like now i feel like you can get but good training over there and over here what? the the training hasn't been at, like now the training's kind of declined i feel like you know what declined i mean where at our at like in general over here in new york like there was a time like it didn't i feel like it didn't make as much sense as it does now to split your time between there and no, here. I, I hear what you're saying but yeah. i'm just saying based on what makes you say the training there two years ago wouldn't have been what it is now that's what I'm, that's what i'm saying I feel I feel like two years ago we had a very strong camp like it was strong and everybody was and like now it's like because of COVID shit is a little jacked up like it's hard to I I don't know about you but for me personally it's hard to um, get good training going like we used to like it was it was a lot more regular before you had more people coming in you had well to be fair you did isolate yourself in your house 
So you couldn't train technically. Yeah, but I but I mean like even now to like pick it back up. Like it's yeah. still hard for as a It's hard to get into the gym multiple times in a day if you're saying that. Is that what you're saying? No, no, what I'm saying is that the quality the, the quality no, no, not not all the time. Not all the time. The quality of training I'm saying has gone down because and now it's rebounding because I like it like it's gone down cuz of covid and it's coming back up to what it used to be. Yeah. But it's just not the same, so I can understand why you would split your time now between the two places. Yeah, and I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I just think two years ago, I think I don't think anything. You think it was the same? I think it would have been the same, to be 100 percent mm. honest. Um, when when I think about the way I train and my yeah. training camps, yeah, I don't know if you listen to Henry Cejudo's podcast with Joe Rogan on his the last one he did, not the first one, the second I, one. I I heard it, and he was talking a lot about how he he sets up his workouts and stuff like that. I think we have very similar approaches to how we want to prepare for fights and yeah. the mental approach and everything, how we dictate getting the partners to mimic our opponents. How Now, he's a little extreme. He's mm. like, I'm doing the walkout music. I'm coming out with the Vaseline and everything. He does, <laughs> he does the whole nine. Yeah, yeah. And he I takes his blue shoes. <laughs> but for me, I'm more like visualization and everything. But for the most part, I'm simulating getting the guys mimicking my opponent, yes. trying to do the same, the, the same exact thing as honest as they can be and as true to it as it can be. I almost want them to become my opponent. as best. When I'm calling you Pedro Munoz, when I'm calling you Jimmy Rivera, I'm thinking, like, Jimmy Rivera doesn't have the greatest jiu-jitsu, but I know you can mimic him and do the stuff that he might know on the yes. ground, like a simple hip escape and get back to your feet. Like, yes, yes. That's, what I, that's pretty much, if I'm, we're training and you're trying to get up, that's what I want that's you to do. Want, I don't yeah. want you going Baron Bolo and doing some crazy shit that's not practical to what he's going to do. Yeah. It's going to be good to, like, see that once in a while. Okay, yeah, sure. But in terms of prepping for the fight, mm -hmm. I want things that's going to be almost to the T with a little bit of sprinkle of some um, random stuff that can keep me sharp, keep me honest. Yeah. When I'm doing cage work, I, I'm pretty much my own cage instructor. I don't have cage instruction yes. from Ray who's showing me how to like reap the leg, take an opponent mm -hmm. down. Matt's not teaching me how to reap the leg, take an opponent down, how to hit double legs and single legs off the wow. cage, how to, when a guy's sprawling with his legs wide, how to push, pull mm -hmm. the single legs, how to step over the leg, scrape the leg. Pull the guy back and then finish the yes, goal. Yes, yes. So I'm. You're largely in charge of I'm your own training. I'm largely in charge of my own. See, training. that's that's the difference. And, yeah, and yeah. See, that's and, huge. And, and, what yeah. a huge difference. And yeah. I'm not saying those guys don't help. They definitely help. Like yes. Ray's, Ray's, Ray's is a great eye to see the stuff that I'm doing and knowing the stuff that I'm capable of. Yeah. So when he sees coach. it, he knows he can tell me, say, pick something up, and he'll spot it out and say, "Hey, this is there. Look for the head kick mm -hmm. on the way out, or look for the finish up, finish up with the leg kick, or try to touch the body when you can." Um, don't forget to say uh, use your side to side movement, and then that would trigger key things in my head. Yes. Where I'm like, okay, I remember this that we worked on, this that we worked on, and then boom, I could fire it. Yeah. We hit the ground. I could hear Matt. If it's something like basic, like don't forget the double underhooks. Yes. Keep the pressure. Wait just for like the explosion. Calm down. Yes. Yeah. 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 The explosion yeah. Like simple things like that. I don't need like a over like playbook. Like you hear like mm -hmm. no disrespect to him. Like Mark Henry, who's like. 89, 89, um, Money Bahama, Bahama, Bahama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, oh, like 87. I'm like, dude, I don't even, under, like, I don't need that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think for me, the training would have been relatively the same yeah. in terms of how I would have prepared because I like to be hands-on with knowing what I'm going to do. I like to make sure the training is exactly what I need because at the end of the day, I'm going to be shooting. I'm going to be pushing the guy against the cage. That's my fight style. I yes. know how to wrestle. I know how to grapple. I just need coaches who are going to be my eyes on the outside and keep me honest. And mm -hmm. keep me at the same time when we're in the moment of the fight. Keep me 
just paying attention to the little details yes. that I might not be seeing because I'm so zoned in mm-hmm. that I might be doing something very repetitive and they can help me yeah. spot something that I don't see. That's the difference when I see when I see like a new guy, I could be like, yeah, you probably would better be better off staying here where you can learn the basics first mm-hmm. and then when you could blend everything together. I think that and for me, I've been doing my own strength and conditioning training too. That's why being at the PI has been great because I got a strength and conditioning coach. I don't have it takes all the dummy work for me. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to make your own, own uh, workout or anything like yeah, that. Like yeah, yeah, that that planning is so taxing. It's, it's, it, it is. It's not, That's and it doesn't so seem tax. like much. Oh, are you kidding but me? But it's yeah. you got to know the the work, like the the muscles that you're gonna actually need to work on for the, your specific fight style or mm-hmm. the style that the fight could be, so you can keep up. You have to understand that and plan it out the right way, so that you can peak at the right time. Steve did a couple plate workouts with me over the quarantine for this last training camp with. Uh, uh, Corey Sanhagen, Al, all those guys, they've seen some of the workouts that I do. And I do this sometimes at the gym by myself. Nobody there, like 8, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. I go to the gym. I got my own key. I can work out, crunch, um, crush the music. I'm doing my own circuits. Yeah, and yeah. Now I don't have to do that. I've never done PT work for my body. I'm doing PT five days a week. Wow. It's actually insane to think that dude. I've never done this ever in my life. I bet it's such a difference. It's, it's such a mind fuck because I'm like, dude, the fact that we're high level athletes and, and you're I not can't, doing this, I can't, even aff- I can't afford to pay for that every day. It's a hundred dollars, $120 a pop Damn. if I'm going to tip. So it's yeah. like for me to pay that five days a week, it's like shit, man. And the PI just gives it and to the you. PI Cause they're already on salary with the UFC. So mm. it's tough for me. So it's like, I look at all these things and I weigh, weigh everything out. I'm like, I could bring training partners out when I need to have a fight. I could come back here when I need yeah. to get ready for certain for certain looks and certain things. But for the most part, I'm at an age where I'm just thinking longevity outside of fighting. Like yeah. fighting is cool. I love it. It's fun. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy getting in there. Mm-hmm. It's a rush that I can't explain. And it's such a fucking high. It's just like competing in wrestling, competing yeah. in jiu-jitsu. But it's like another level. You wouldn't understand it unless you go through a whole training camp and then that one – for an amateur fight, nine minutes of fucking glory, 15 minutes of glory for a fight. And now for me, my first time doing a 25-minute title fight in the UFC, not Cage Fury. So this is like the magnitude of all yeah, magnitudes. Yeah. So for me, it's such a rush, but to know that I'm setting my my family up, myself up for the future, knowing that because I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, New York's the best, so let me just stay here and pay all this extra money that I don't even know where the fuck is going. So it's like yeah. if I have the, uh, the, the the flexibility to do it, like Wyman just left. He went to North Carolina. Out of nowhere, dude. His property taxes up here were like forty grand a year. Holy shit! Just just that's to have your house taxes. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to have your house there. Fuck, dude. My house here, this one right now, eleven grand. My mom's. Just to have your house nine there. Grand. That's not even the mortgage. Yeah, that's not even the mortgage. And Holy then on top of that, shit. my mortgage, my property taxes in Vegas, thirty two hundred for the year. Thirty two hundred. Oh my god. It's it's a sick joke. Yeah. So and it's twice the house, and I have a fucking pool. I have a pool. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw and the I'm fucking 10, 12 minutes from the strip. So it's like when I balance out all these things, like I still got, I'm like, when I'm home, it's not like my friends and family come over all the time. Yeah. The main thing I do is I wake up, I do my you podcast train. or I train, yeah. and I come back home, I hang out with my girlfriend. I could do that in a whole other state, save a whole lot of money, and give my kids a better quality of life when that time comes. So that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm always going to keep this house here, but at the end of the day, I think. Me being smarter with my money, because mm-hmm. honestly, it's like just driving down the highway and just having your windows open with a sack of cash in your in the backseat and just flying out the window. Because it's like, I, I where's would, the money going? I would just be scared of technical development, but it seems like you know how to fight already. You know how to train. You know you you have the capability. You're not a young fighter anymore who needs Trust that. Me. Like yeah, like these guys are good, and honestly, I'm actually surprised that they don't have more good guys with the 
the actual coaches that they have down there. Really? I swear to you. You ask Marab, he'll tell you the training is fuck. It's it's a great training. The only thing I don't like, which I will say for me is a negative, is if we train in the morning, which I do my lift in the morning, whether it's 9, 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., for me, their extreme couture is at 3.30 and syndicate MMA is at 11.30 a.m. So those times are so close yeah. that you don't have enough time to have that rest in between. Yeah, to really yeah, recover. that's important. And I spoke to them about that. So they're willing to to bend for me and allow me to do separate training sessions later in the evening at like 5, 6 o'clock, wow. which works out money for me. You know, so I could get my work in, get my PT in, have my downtime, take a nap, whatever it is, feel like a professional fighter, take my time, come back, get my couple of bodies together, and get the work in. And I'm like, dude, what's better than that? It's Yo. not like these guys, when I'm talking to these guys and articulating the fights, that's what I love because it's like, okay, we're on the same page here. Yeah. You're not just saying stuff just to make it sound like you're cool. You actually know what you're talking about. Um, even the, the jiu-jitsu guys. Like, obviously, Matt's on another level. But uh -huh. I would I would argue that these guys are pretty on par. It's not like there's nothing completely different. Yeah. I think Matt I feel like yo, dude. Like there is a certain level of jujitsu that's like, like this is what you need to know to do well in the UFC. Like past that is kind of like superfluous. That's it. that's it's it. like it's like you gotta trim the fat because exactly. there's so much to learn that if you just trim the fat you're already a specialist in what you do you already have all your 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 really good techniques from wrestling and shit like that you don't need it's like i just need somebody to act like this motherfucker like you don't need to do nothing special just keep trying to stand up in whatever stupid yeah. way you want to stand cuz that's what's going to happen in yeah. the fight the yeah. guy's not going to want to be down there if you're down there you can smack me in the face smack me in the face so you, i know to keep my head in a certain position yes. move my face knowing that there's a potential elbow that can cut yes. me and if it cuts me, the fight changes. Mm -hmm. So it's like little nuances like that, man. So I, I think that's really what it comes down to. And again, I'm not I'm not saying these guys are as good as Matt or better than Matt. Yeah, yeah, like I know exactly um, what you mean. Yes, I'm just yes, saying yes. their jujitsu is competent. Like they're showing the same stuff. It's they're come doing a long low way. Leg smashes. They're, yeah. So these guys aren't like in the dark of jujitsu mm -hmm. anymore. Everyone knows jujitsu. Yes. I think it's the specialists, like you said, like a Jason Rao, the Dan yes. Def Squad, who are putting in the extra time to change the game and yes. do a whole bunch of different we're stuff. We're changing the basics. Changing is what's the happening. basics of what we're people are doing. We're changing the basics, and that's when that's the type of shit you need to learn. Yeah. But I, you're right. It's surprising that there's not more people, and I feel like it's fucking eating away at you over... Like, living in New York is probably such a burden on you because you feel like you're not optimizing yourself. Because, like, that's how I would feel. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm wasting my time. If, if, if it's really how you're saying... I would feel like I'm fucking wasting my time over here and it would eat at me every fucking day. Especially you. You want to be a world champion. Like, that that kind of, I, I, I don't know. That shit would just bother me, dude. Yeah, I think if you went down there and you got the train, you'd be like... You'd I'm be, not coming back. No, not even that, but I think you would be one of the better guys there for sure, 100%. And I've talked to Pumian about this and I think New York fighters, we're just kind of more hard-nosed in terms of that, and that's why I said I'm surprised a lot of the guys mm -hmm. aren't more better or aren't more seasoned because of the coaching that they have there. And I think it's just what you do outside of the gym in yeah. terms of putting in the extra work mm -hmm. because the blueprint and the foundation is there. I didn't get to this position. I didn't learn head movement by just going to practice and coming home. Yeah. I've done extra work. You don't learn how to do yes. become a state champion wrestler, mm -hmm. a county champion wrestler, or even a college All-American by doing the basic stuff. By just going to class. Just going to class. Just going to the one session Fuck a day. That. It's the outside off-season stuff, the stuff that makes us differences. We train year-round. Yeah. I don't take time off. You get a guy like Marab, you put him down here, he's going to flourish. 
and smash everybody because he's just on another wave. He doesn't of take time intensity. off. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't. And so I think, and he's not the most technical guy, but he will. I've seen this Puts guy in just the work. break guys. Yes. And it's the most fascinating thing to see because I'm like, yo, you could take this guy anywhere in the world. He's going to do the same exact thing to everybody. He's just fucking, he's just morale. You yeah. take me, you put me anywhere, I'm going to do the same exact thing. And it's nice because you go to other places and you could be like, damn, I really did get better or I really am that good because now you can see that it's not just the guys you're doing it to that yeah. might be hard to do it to. Mm-hmm. Now you see that you could do it to other high-level guys. 100%. And you're like, huh, you're not really just you're not just you're not career. just a big fish in a little pond. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. That's the thing. A lot of people like and it's crazy like it, it it's all around the country at all different kinds of gyms like you have just coaches who just big fish in little ponds who want to think that and that's that was my fear of like if I was like of you training in like Las Vegas, like yeah. what is the caliber of training? I had no idea what the Matt, caliber Matt was. said the same thing to me. That's uh, it's yeah. like I hope Aljo is like you know I don't know what's going on down there, you know. I, you know, I'm up here. Longo's not down there. I'm not down there. I don't know what's going on. You know, yeah. I just hope you're not, you know, down there for a couple of neck rubs and a couple of free meals. <laughs> it's hilarious. I was like, Matt, come on, man. Like, he's like projecting I, what he yeah. would do in that yeah. situation. That's he's like, hilarious. why is he over there? Hold on, like, does he have to strip all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not. <laughs> that's that guy, funny, man. dude. We're playing video games where you're coming home and it's actually, so wholesome. I'm eating better, man. I'm, yeah. Honestly, I'm eating better down there. I don't gotta cook. I get. Two of my meals made. The only thing I get sometimes have to worry about is dinner, and it makes it. I, it takes out all Dude, the dummy. It's work, like bro. going to college, honestly. It look. It looks like, it, and it yeah. looks like I would love to come down and just to see bro, what the I fuck. I tell guys is. to come down all the time. Like, dude, I I'll got go. I'll rooms. keep you company, Dude, brother. I have I'll keep you company. I should sh- you not. If you want to come next week when I leave, I'm leaving. Literally, tomorrow. I'll come. I'll if come after. Come I'll come week. after my seminar. I have a back control seminar. Listen, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I have. I have to do a back control seminar. I you, have to you go. You could sp- do the back control seminar. I'm gonna go spread my art in Florida, and then after I make some bread, I'll come back. And I would but definitely that, love to come point, out. At that point, the fight's you. gonna be pretty much ready to happen. I just want to chill, brother. What the hell? Nah, I'm not coming. I don't want you to come to chill. You're coming Bro, to train. Bro, I'm coming to chill, dude. The I don't know the when to when, when is when is the fight? December 12th. I knew that. Only on pay per view. I knew that. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, actually, I don't get any paper we're, points, we're gonna we're we're gonna wrap not this up soon. Not I'm champ, because I know you need to pack. But I want this is something that I really wanted to know. I want you to walk me through the beef that hap- that's going on with Peter Young right now, because you two are talking like shit to each other. You you talk about you're gonna come on his ass. Like oh, I don't know what's going on, dude. Just walk me through <laughs> what's going on, like. Yeah, uh, I think the first time it ever started. Uh huh. Um. I was at the PI, actually. Yeah. And he came into the room. This was right before my surgery, too. What is it? What, what, where is he from, by the way? Siberia and Russia. So, uh... He's Russian. Okay. Uh, like, comrade. So, Aljo. All right. So, I'm yeah. him. I walk in. Oh, oh, uh, so, he had his camera crew with him. There's another girl in there who's Russian. Kana Kunuskaya. Yana Kunuskaya, whatever her name is. Yana? Yeah. The tall okay. girl, blonde, Yana, Russian girl. Yana, uh, so she speaks decent English. And he doesn't speak English? He doesn't speak English much at all. But he goes, he comes in, Kim Cruz behind him. He goes, why are you afraid to fight with me in Russia? And I'm like, so he says something, but then she, she translates. And she goes, he says, why are you afraid to fight him in Russia? And I go, oh, so I'm getting double teamed right now. Yeah, so yeah. She's with on the camera crew. He's on, I don't know if the cameras were actually out. They were recording. Then they, mm-hmm. I think they kind of stopped. And then I told him, I was like, 
it started off like friendly, kind of like laughing, and then it kind of got. Serious. I like, could see. You could oh feel the tone man! And the clouds dark, like. Yeah, I could see you like being a real friendly guy and like smiling, and then like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? What's good? Like, what's and, really good? Like, yeah. yeah, like really starting to beef after a second. And yeah, and then I told, her, I was like, you tell him I'm ranked higher, and he hasn't beat like a top five opponent yet. I was like, you fight where I tell you to fight. You don't tell me. You don't call the shots. Oh my god! I don't god. know if she actually translated to say exactly what I said. She's or not. like, uh, he says you have little penis, <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets mad. Yeah, that would be hilarious. But um, yeah. So it started from that. We went outside. Ended up like um doing our workouts, and he was like trying to shadow box and trying to like call me and show me some stuff. And so it's like playful, but at the same time he's being serious. He's trying to like play. So he's like kind of laugh. He's like, "This is what I'm gonna do to you, yeah. stupid fuck." So he's he's kind of like me. He's kind of like okay. a jokester. That's but cool. At the same time, it's still serious competition. We're still like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, the next time we get to fight or whatever. Yeah, so I I think that's more so what it was. And then um after that, it just kind of just picked up, you know, because he got the title shot over me. I was a little salty about it. I would be too. And I'm like, this guy beat Uriah Faber and gets a title shot. I'm like. You beat yeah. Tim Rivera after I beat him. Then you beat Uriah Faber after I beat Pedro Munoz, and you get a title shot. I'm like, makes no I sense. I don't understand what's going on. Like this. What do MMA you think it was? Ridiculous. Why? Why do you think that happened? Probably more popular. They probably think he's more of a stand-up fighter. He's gonna stand there and bang. He's knocking guys out. Mm. So that's what I'm thinking. Or they just wanted a better shot at potentially get another Russian champ. Um, that's what so I. Many that, so many that I think makes more sense. Yeah, because I'm not a, no I'm no not that that I think makes a lot more sense because it's a bigger market. Uh, is it though? Russia? Yeah. Well, I, I I feel I like it's know. a potentially bigger market. It's a potentially bigger market just out the plain fact that there's more Russians than there are Americans. Like, there's so many more Russians that aren't watching the UFC than there are Americans who you know what I mean. Like, the potential is there for them. That's what I think. Yeah, I don't know. But, but yeah, had my interview. I knew he was fighting soon. I tell him to win his fight because I'm coming for that ass. Yeah. And so then did here. it escalate like any more from there? Like, I mean, have you talk, guys? We talked a little back and forth. I posted like paper champ, paper champ with paper him. Paper champ. You friend. gotta, yo, you you gotta let me like write like your fucking shit talking stuff. All right, Bro. like you got <laughs> you gotta because because some of the shit I'm looking at it and I'm like ah oh, man like I just gotta scroll past it yeah right I can't like it I'm like I can't like my this boys one. made a bunch of those like the the cutout board it was like get your paper champ get, get yourself that a shit is mad funny though yeah, <laughs> that one is funny that one's funny paper champ is funny yeah but I mean Papa so the contract signed you're ready I actually don't have my contract yet we're supposed to get it back this week. Oh, but really? they announced it, which was so weird that they did that without yeah. having a contract signed. I was like, I guess it's official. So that is kind of weird. They better not fuck this up. They better not. Yo, do you still get that like fucking stipend or whatever? Like, if you get COVID during fight week, you still get paid or whatever. Not that I know of. That happened to Steamroller. Yeah, but his was like his corner got it. He didn't. He didn't have it. Yo, but it happened to him. That happened twice. I'm saying where it's a COVID related. Cancellation. I don't think he you got paid still get paid time. though. The second time, I don't think he got paid. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, they're worried with that. They pay you when they feel like paying you. Mm. Um, that's so. Crazy. I've seen guys not get paid and they made weight or the day like right before they stepped on the scale and then they didn't pay them. I'm like, dude, why not just make them step on the scale so you could pay these guys for suffering like this? Yeah. It's actually, kind of crazy. That's it the whole like, thing right there. Yeah. Like that's like ninety percent of the yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That is pretty weird. I wonder if they have like, I, well, it's also new, so who knows? I mean, I I hope that doesn't. Ha- I I'm, 
I don't know. You seem to be a fucking antibody warrior, so I'm not <laughs> worried about that. You're flying across the country, no mask, like spitting in waitresses. Oh, <laughs> man. I got to make sure I have my mask for the plane, too. I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up with a fucking four fingers <laughs> mask. All right. Um, I'm going to go through, like, the last two questions that I had written here. And thank you. Thank you for being so patient. One second. Uh, All right. Um, oh, I had just some more points about being like a, a celebrity. It, first, it was, do you consider yourself a celebrity? What's it like trying to make friends? Like, are you... Like, are you ever really even trying to make friends anymore? Or is it, like, so fun? Because, like, I feel like if you're at Joe Rogan's level, you're just not trying to make friends anymore. Everyone just seems you like they're trying. got enough friends. Yeah, that's Matt what I'm Sarah saying. Says, we could use a few enemies. <laughs> really? Yeah, you never so heard him say that? No, that's fucking awesome. It's like, as Henzo would say, we got enough friends, Aljo. We could use a few enemies. <laughs> that's the rawest shit I've ever heard, dude. Yeah, I was like, it's actually, He's it, right. makes, it makes sense. He's right. It's, it's like after a certain amount of, but the thing is, fighters are different and this is the point that i wrote down over here it's like um fighters are different because like the difference between a celebrity and a fighter is that you need regular people in order to hone your craft like um like you need people like pumi like that's like a like people who aren't like superstars yet to help hone your craft like you need to be able to meet like new fighters and stuff because those are the people that you're going to be practicing with like in las vegas like training partners bodies and stuff like that like you have like instead of being a celebrity where you can isolate yourself isolate your social circles and stuff like that with being a fighter i think it's different because you're especially you you're going to las vegas you have to trust all these new people you have to like let all these new people into your training life you know what i mean like it's different where like i feel like being a fighter and also being famous you stay grounded more because you're doing a martial art inherently where it's like you need other people. It keeps you humble and you're, uh, you're, you're, I don't know. You're always training in a social environment where there's like new people are coming in all the time. Do you agree? Like, I guess, I don't know. I feel like I think this is all the same. I mean, I feel like I feel like I could train with a superstar fighter and still, and still be good. I'm just saying it's like, it was like making friends as hard as a celebrity, but when you're a fighter, you almost always have to be open to new people because uh, no, not I, that I don't necessarily yeah. agree with no, but I do think it is a little hard to make real friends, and it's, and again, mm-hmm. like you said, it's not like I'm actively trying to make new friends. Yeah, um, I really do have enough of them already. <laughs> And it's, it's like for me to go try to kindle and foster new relationships. It's, yeah, it's a lot of work that I it don't want to put dude. in. I got enough on my plate already. Yeah, uh, I'm already. I've been having a lot of issues with people reaching out and asking me to do this, do that. <sighs> and it's so fascinating. It's like I remember when I lost to Marlon. It was like I felt like all those guys kind of went away. I did get oh a lot of God. responses in terms of like, yeah. oh, I hope you're okay, blah blah blah. But after that, it was like nothing. Nobody really asked me to do anything or need anything from me. But then I won, and then I won again. And then they come out the woodwork. It's like, yo, man, if you need this, yo, man, if you need this photography, yo, man, if you need this video, yo, if you do, I do websites, yo, if you need life insurance, yo, if you need uh, car insurance, yo, if you need this, I got the hookup. 
all these plugs that everyone has. Oh, I'm trying to do this. If you need something, oh, can you post this for me? I had one friend just recently. I want to say he he asked me something last year, uh-huh. and uh, you know I asked my friend about to see if I was in the wrong. Like I'm like, am I wrong for this? Because I haven't talked to him since like freshman year in high school. That's a long ass and, time. And, You're and co- that's college, like thirty years. And all we really You're did old ass man. was play video games. Uh huh. So it was kind of odd to me that he thought like he could ask this of you. That he, yeah, and the way he said it, it just came off very like um, entitled. Very entitled. Oh, that's the I'm trying to see if yeah, I found it. So just you know, reading this, he wrote me last year, 2019 in July. He said, um, he said. What's good, bro? One of my friends told me you were potentially looking for a videographer. One of his friends told him about me. I'm like, so you follow me, but one of your friends told you that I needed this. Uh-huh. Like, one that's already weird. And I said, He's hey, trying to hot girl you, brother. Yeah, so this was like um, July He's like, 20th. I'm interested, but not really. You know, this was whatever. after I did Joe Rogan. This was after I did Brendan Shaw's Food Truck Diaries. And this was after the oh Pedro my God. Munoz fight. So this is when you could have maybe not done the 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 food truck one, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I I said, hey man, like, can you please email me so my manager and I can see it? Because I got so many of them, so I'm to keep track of them. Yes. To make it professional, Mm -hmm. can you just email me so I can see it? Also, please send me your pricing because obviously I'm not assuming that he's doing it for free. He didn't mention anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said I'm looking for vlogs that are like four to six minutes long. So I'm telling what I need. I said that's what I primarily do and what I'm looking for. I gave him the email. I said thanks, and then he never responded. A year later, he hits me up again. He goes, good, Aljo. I'm actually going to add, going to be adding real estate media service to my offered services. I would love to work with you on a, on a create, some typos, on a creative media photo, photography yeah. and video aerial footage of the homes that you want to sell. Let me know. Exclamation point. I said, cool, cool. Um, I didn't answer them the same day. I saw it the next day because I get a lot of these messages. So I don't answer them all the same day. It's just overwhelming to spend my entire yes. day on the phone answering DMs. So I said, cool, cool. The very next day. And then he writes me the very next day. He goes, LOL, guessing by the response, you aren't interested in working together. So I saw that, and then about two hours later, I write him. I go, if you want to take it like that, then I guess, if only you knew how many of these I actually get. So then he goes, really? LOL, that's interesting. I figured since we have history and a genuine friendship that it would come off more than a shot in the dark. I reached out before you needing a videographer for vlogging, etc., but I was directed towards an email. But that was probably naively of me expecting my friend to inquire about my skill set personally instead of through a manager that I do not know. So this is about him feeling some type of way that I said that directly uh, something. A guy I didn't speak to since freshman year in college. You know, you know, what, it is? You know what it is, though? Texting is hard. Like, he probably – that's so funny how sensitive he got after. That's what I said. Yeah, it's so like, funny I how – I owe you something? I mean, I mean – I see why. Bro, I mean, it's so it's games. so bitch made that he got offended we like that. In but like, I guess I could see why he's catching an attitude through text because he doesn't understand how you're saying cool, cool. Like he really thinks you're just hot girling him and just like, oh, cool, so whatever. My thing was, good thing that I actually saw it, of and course. I actually responded. Yeah, I gave him direction what to do. He never did. He it. never did it. So it's it's the but the thing see he he I guess he thought that you giving him the email was a way to uh, put a buffer between you guys and like he do, you don't want to deal with him directly so you're giving him the runaround but he's being a little bitch because if this is a business exactly. and this is what you're trying to do professionally exactly. come at me professionally and 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 if and if at that point I don't respect your inquiry then you can come at me like that but 
it's fucking funny to see somebody get so emotional like that and not even pers- and not even have the self-awareness to see that they're coming off like that. Passive, I hope he sees this passive, shit. Passive aggressive, bro. Super passive aggressive. That's that's like a girl. That's some shit a girl would do. It's kind of always like, been like that. Now that I think about it, back in college, like would we'll say something like, "Yo, I did this for you. You couldn't do this for like almost oh, trying to guilt so you gay. to make you feel yeah, bad." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, damn, this is actually how he was in college too. So I, I mean, it feels I feel bad because I get a lot of friends that I've known. One guy sold me a car. And they hit me up like, yo, I got a business um, inc- business idea for you. Yo, but come through. After you sold me a car, $4,500 over the sticker price. This was back Shut in up. 2014. I was so mad. And I haven't talked to him since that day. He's like, yo, I had a feeling you were still upset about that. <laughs> I was like, oh, you had a feeling? <laughs> you had a feeling? You just threw $4,500 out the fucking window. My bad. <laughs> yo, yo, I, you might be mad. And listen, I don't have your money. Yeah. Don't ask me for the money, but. I, I understand where he was coming from. He, yeah. he gave the deal to the other financial guy who took over the the deal. Mm-hmm. So I get that. But at the end of the day, it's like, if you were really my friend, you, you would have told, told me, me like, that I'm getting fucked over. Like, this was going to happen. Dude, just let you know. Sucks. I'm like, yo, so at the end of the day, you're still in the wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the, at the end of the day, it's still like, what was me, I guess. It's like, you know, I made a mistake, silly me. Yeah. You know, fool me once. You're not going to fool me again. That's, that's pretty yes, much it. Yes. So I learned through these couple of mistakes that I've made, like losing money on a couple of things. Not like anything tremendous. Like I've mm-hmm. seen other people but I've learned, like, yo, people are really just out for themselves. They're just going to really be trying to just 100%. promote themselves. And unless those, unless, like, their goals, their selfish goals align with your goals, you can pretty much count that they're kind of just going to fuck you over at whatever chance they yeah. get. I, I like financial advisors. I got oh, so many of these guys that hit me up. Yo, I can make you so much money. Dude, they think lo- I'm rich. I'm like, I'm not even rich. A lot, of it, a <laughs> lot of it is, a lot of it is, rich. like, you know, um, I signed up. I really wish I followed through with this. It's called SCORE. It's a mentorship program where, like, they put people with, like, successful businesses. Um, they volunteer time, uh, their time to, like, the library to help whoever needs. Like, if you have a business, you sign up for it, and they put you in contact with someone who's in that um, area of business. Yeah. Like, let's say it's real estate. You get a real estate mentor. Let's okay. say let's say it's um like e-commerce. You get an e-commerce mentor or like or like uh, digital um, design. So I did mine on um, like a small business and like uh, re like, you know, for building my brand, like the website and stuff like that. And I just never followed through with it. I feel like such a shithead. The, the pandemic ended up happening, but I never followed through with that. And I think because that was the thing that helped me the most in jujitsu. And if I apply the same lessons that I've learned in jujitsu to my life, like I would say the thing that helped me the most was getting a mentor. Those mentors who like that pitfall you had where you lost like $10,000 or whatever, like whatever on a shitty deal. Like if you had a mentor to talk to, like if you had an Aljo from the future to be like, hey, maybe this isn't like such a good idea. Like, yeah. you know, like I think that's the biggest thing. That's what we're missing in our lives. And it sucks because like I don't my father wasn't that um, mentor, especially in a business sense. I can't count on that dude financially. I don't have anyone in my family who I can look up to like, oh, this guy has a fucking successful business that I can trust with like everything that I am like. I don't have a mentor in that sense. I have mentors in jujitsu, but I don't have a business mentor. I think that's the, the, the probably the biggest thing for us as like people who own our own businesses is like young adults is to find that older um, or just that wiser person. You yeah, know? yeah, someone to just look to yeah. get helpful information, sound yeah. information. Who doesn't information. need anything from you? That's the biggest thing, dude. Like 
coming from a place of like, hey, I just, I, yeah, fuck, you're my boy. I just want to help you. Like, this is, this doesn't cost me anything. This, like, I'm just helping walk you through. Like, yeah. I was in your shoes at one point. I do this yeah. to, like, white belts in the gym. Like, I, I was in your shoes at one point. Let me just help you out the good of my, like, out the goodness of my heart. You know, like, that's what, uh, that's what I think is going to help us the most as, like, young men. No, we need mentors. A thousand, thousand percent. Yeah. And, uh. I'm just glad, even Rebecca, she's told me, my girl, she's told me multiple times, like, it's only going to get worse. And I, I know it is. I always hear this from other people because I listen to, like, interviews and stuff from other athletes and they tell uh-huh. you about their pitfalls and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. What to be um, cautious of. So that's been something that I've been able to help guide me somewhat. You're still going to make mistakes because you're still trusting of people that you think would never do certain yeah, things. Yeah, that's the thing. And even some of my friends now, they like pitch me like certain business ideas and I just have to question it like, yo, is this the right thing for me to do? I just feel like it's not and I feel like Go if something goes gut, wrong, dude. like this is going to really taint the relationship. Yes, yes. Yeah. When you mix business, like money and friends don't go to... What's yeah. that biggie line? He's like... um Money, more, more money, more problems. No, it's like <laughs> money and friends don't mix like two dicks and no chick. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't remember that one, but it's a good, it's a good line. It's a good it's line. A good I remember line. that shit. I was like, yeah, that's right. Like, it's fucked, man. Like, I can't, I can't justify giving you money if you're not putting in the same amount of work. It's like a, it's like a group project, but with so much more dire consequences. I, I like even for that kid, I would have respected him more if he was like trying to work with me when I was still coming up. Yeah. You know, yeah. then I would be like, all right, at least he was trying. One, he lives mm-hmm. in the fucking Bronx. It's like what? So the boogie I'm, I'm, down. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, am I supposed to go pay for your fare to come out? And all that? So it's, this is a lot of obstacles already in the way. So I didn't even try to explore those. He obstacles. wasn't serious about it, though. I don't think he was. He wasn't serious he was about it. He's just he's 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 just wanted to say some shit. He's just like he's just, if you're really about it, like if you're really about it, you're really going to do it. Like you're yeah. really going to do everything in your power to do it the same way you want to like go after a girl like you would go like he he would have made you a priority if that's really what he wanted to do. Yeah. And yeah. and, you know, like, I I mean, that's everything. That's fucking everything. That kid's probably going to have trouble his whole life if he can't make shit his priority and get shit done like that. I'm sure he's talented. I know he was talented working on cars in college, but again, that was so long ago. It's just Dude, that's so we've long. grown yeah. so much. That's over. That's like 13 years. It's just like, what are fucking we even wild. talking about? Yeah, you're like 40 years old now. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> 31. <laughs> 31. <laughs> it's the, the big fucking. <laughs> the big. Balloon 31 still <laughs> up in my wall. Oh, Where my God. All right, bro. I'm going to fucking let you go, all right? Because it's been yeah, an hour and laundry. 42 minutes. And so how's this been? How, eat again. How's how's this how's this uh, whole Fort Stringers experience been? Because you were fucking clowning me. The whole time I'm asking you to go on my podcast, you're like, what? what? Did, I wasn't clowning you. I thought you just me. did this for like a month. Are you crazy? No, I'm not We're crazy. syndicated, dude. This is going to be like Seinfeld. We're going up in the annals of history. <laughs> I'm, I've done, I'm two years deep, two and a half years deep doing this shit. It's good. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, no, I know. I mean, look, I, this was great. I hope we get to do this again. Um, and I hope you get a new laptop, an updated one. Nah, this one's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and hopefully next time you're on the podcast, you're the fucking champ, dude. I believe in you. And it's so inspiring to see your come up. And um, I know we are talking about, like, you don't need no more friends or anything like that. But I consider you, like, a really good friend of mine and a huge source of inspiration. And it's like, dude, when you succeed, I feel like I succeed. Because, like, you're, 
paving the way for all of us. Yeah. Not not just not it's not just you and your gen- like you're a big deal in my life because you're so, you're you're a huge figure in my life, dude. Like I look up to you. And um I'm not crying. You're crying. For real, dude. <laughs> I started crying on the James podcast. He fucking oh, told no. me he loved me, bro. And I was like, I love you too, man. And Aljo, I've got a lot of love for you. I love you, man. Thank you nah, for letting that. me come into your house, come into your life. And um, like you add a lot to my life. I'm hoping. And this is what I want to do for all my boys. I just want to add value to your lives. I want to be that guy who like, hey, like I don't want anything from this. I just want to be like a good like a good friend. That's ultimately how that with my boys, like I just want to be a good friend to you guys. And like yeah. it's that that's one of the biggest reasons why I train. I want to be a good training partner. I don't want to be a piece of shit who just pulls guard and shit like that. I work on my wrestling, dude. I try to I I I realize like, "Hey, I'm a piece of shit if I'm just playing guard," you know? <laughs> so like it took a while. I'm waking up I want to be a good training partner for you guys, and uh, thank you for being around. Thank you for being you. And anything else before we before we shut this down? No, nah, that's it. Don't worry Tune about it. December twelfth. It's going down. <laughs> UFC two fifty six. Oh, oh, real quick, real quick. Promo code. Okay, Blue Chew. Um. Uh, maybe you just want to fight. Uh, maybe you're at the after party. You know, uh, you guys are all at like a club or something, and then you get a little too drunk. Now this girl, she brings you home, she buys the Uber, puts you in. What are you going to do? It's not working. You're trying to chub up before you get into the house, and it's not working. What are you going to do? Listen, you take out the secret Welch's fucking uh, um, gummy pack you have in your pocket, and the blue chew's probably going to be the third one you eat. All right, so just eat that whole pack, and then by the time you get inside, you're good. So blue chew, promo code fourth stringers. Um and A list C V D. Uh I have melatonin for sale <laughs> and A list C V D. So if you want just DM me, hit me up, twenty dollars. Um and check out A list C V D. They have a shop up in uh, Brooklyn. They just opened. It was a grand opening the other day. So I'm gonna have a bunch of products over my head. Alright, take care guys. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Bye.